0: I'm assuming he's supposed to say, welcome to the GNA podcast.
1: I was thinking so, but he's gone.
0: It looks like either his mic died.
2: It just went quiet.
0: (laughs) Or he forgot what to say or he muted himself. So welcome to the GNA podcast.
3: Well, he burped on it. So, so it could have been an acid burp and it shorted it out. Like when he spit uh, liquor all over his uh, webcam.
0: It's very possible, but welcome to the GNA Podcast, where we drink things and we t- per- pontificate about either games, alcohol, or both. Maybe we're also high, and we can't tell whether or not we're gaming or drinking at the same time. Who freaking
4: cares? I want to point out, Zyber, that you were the one who made me spit all over my damn webcam, and I blame you for that one being there's
3: broke. There's no proof of that. I deny <laughs> it. I plead the fifth. There is video it's, proof. I was say, oh, it sounds like <laughs> there's video proof of it. I still plead the fifth. Jesus Christ!
4: I really just wanted to see how long I could go silent before somebody said something. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: I fucking love awkwardness, man. I live in it.
4: I'm not gonna let this shit sink, you know. <laughs> so you hear them all. We're joined tonight by a whole group of people. Um, we got Zyber blood here. Zyber, how you feeling, man?
3: Uh, let's see. A hundred and five hours into a work week, I want to go to bed. All right, so we're going to expect you to pass out here shortly, and we've also
4: been joined by Potassium Hydroxide. How are you doing, my fine elemental friend?
2: Uh, I'm doing great. I uh, had a busy week, and looking for an alternative job opportunities, and now, uh, while waiting on my security clearance. All right, well, so I'm crossed my fingers that someone, you know, outside the government wants to give me a job. Ooh, I have a job for you. You can have <laughs> your old one back. I'm not going back there, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll give you a job It's called under my desk
4: I hope you don't gag well Hey, does it play well? I Dude, I've been, tr- I've been practicing this whole thing to repress my gag reflex I think I could do that, man Yeah, does it pay well? <laughs> it
0: pays in a place to live But outside of actual payment methods I don't pay prostitutes
4: mm. What Perfect. if I tickle your prostate?
0: I mean, fair You're but hired That's part of the job <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. And we're rejoined by Article. Article, how are you feeling tonight, man?
5: I'm doing pretty good. How are you?
4: I am getting better. It's been a long day.
1: And we got Damok joining. How are you feeling, man? How the fuck did Buffalo's name get changed to potassium whatever the fuck? And <laughs> it doesn't even make sense because that's not even when I see him at.
4: Article, can you explain that for me? Uh
5: potassium hydroxide is a strong base. I don't know. <laughs>
4: yeah i really have no clue just all of a sudden one one show we just started talking about him and i like that's what he just turned into
3: uh koh koh is the
5: chemical symbol for potassium hydroxide
4: Good. oh yeah there's that too
2: that's correct but you know K okay. O comes from my character name in final fantasy 14 which was the full name was koji so awesome, JR. <laughs> so i shortened strong. it to ko because strong is awesome. base Potassium hydroxide.
1: Yeah. This is getting gayer and gayer as we go. Alright, potassium.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all about the banana in your mouth.
4: Don't you mean lame potassium <laughs> We're being joined tonight by Shinzu. How are you feeling, guy?
3: I'm
0: fantastic. I got a three day weekend. I don't know about the rest of you suckers, but I don't have to work on Monday.
3: Uh I have to work on Monday, but I'm already in overtime, so it's gonna be overtime at uh, time and a half.
0: Ooh, you know, I would love that, with the exception of the fact that uh, I already have a nice paycheck, so I don't have to worry about overtime and a half.
3: Wait
4: a second. Hold on. Do you guys get paid? I get paid in tried and gum, don't you? Ooh, I get paid in orbit, Why don't
3: so. you, Nobody pays me in gum. I get paid in used condoms. Oh,
0: uh, I'm sorry. One day you'll reach my level. <laughs> uh, and, well, we got Shinzo. How are you feeling tonight, man? That's actually the second time you asked. First, you asked the Secretum, now you're asking Shinzo. It's the same person. You realize this, right? <laughs> Did I ask Secretum already? Yeah.
5: It's Ghost Recon Wildlands, right?
4: <laughs> Dude, I listened to the show and I realized how many times I fucked up there. That was awesome. And you guys are like, no, we're not talking about Wildlands. Like, if nobody this was, this trying was trying to point. derail you.
5: We're like, Dude. No,
4: no, I totally derailed myself. <laughs> totally 100% derailed myself. And I kept going with it. It was funny,
5: though.
0: I'd like to add the fact that uh, Cecil has been drinking as well as smoking some really weird shit, so I don't know where the show's going to go.
4: Actually, I haven't been smoking anything except for my tires. I drove the Mustang all day today. Mm. Well, I'm Cecil Xavier, your host, and I am feeling much better now that I got a couple brews in me. I'm hoping to time's that by at least four, but uh, we'll just see how how the show goes. But let's go into the most important thing, the thing that everybody wants to hear. What is everybody partaking in? Just, let's just go straight up the line from bottom to top. Zyberblood, what, uh, what are you partaking in, good friend?
3: Well, I got uh, three four-packs today. One of the uh, I'm going to fucking bastardize this every time. Car-babi's, uh Spiced Orange Alcoholic Ginger Beer. Drank all that. Um, I got uh, Hollow's and Fetterman's uh, Ginger Beer drank all that, and I got some Citizen Cider, Dirty Mayor. Guess what? I'm on the very last bit of that right now. So, yeah. Jesus. Like, so you're you're really good and toasty. I,
0: I'm, I'm feeling good. So I'd like to actually point out there, Zyber, that uh, they actually introduced a new cider from Citizen Cider called uh, Citra, where they actually just use pure Citra hops.
3: Mm. Fucking awesome. I got to try that. It's
0: delicious. I have a bottle of it in my fridge. I'm not cracking it open yet. I'm saving it for vacation, but it is absolutely delicious.
3: Nice. Nice. Uh, we might have to talk after the show because we get only trickle downs from Citizen Cider at the uh, brewery, brew store, the uh, beverage center. Yeah, that's it.
4: Have you guys ever poured a beer and the head gets up so freaking high? That you think it's gonna go over, but then it doesn't go over, but you're sitting there staring at it praying to God that <laughs> it doesn't go over
3: yes, and I accidentally spelt my beer
4: that is me right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> article I believe you're next what are you smoking
5: uh fuck I like a combination of like eight strains over the last six months all keef caught and put into a baggie essentially the powder of <laughs> like everything I've owned for I like,
0: love yeah. your jungle juice. Got it. You're smoking meth at this point in time. Uh, shake bag. I'm actually Dude.
5: kind of afraid to hit it because my bowl was already full uh, before we started, and uh, there was a, like I only took like a hit out of it last night or whatever. Um, so it was full of that. It was like the last bit of whatever I had before. Hand it over to me. I'll let you know how it is. I'm just saying, like, yeah. When do you wake if, up? If and when I repack this thing, you guys might notice like a stark contrast in my behavior. I'm actually
0: leaning towards the Lannisters right now.
5: <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I think I think this might be potentially a problem.
3: So you're saying you're saying in an article that you're pretty much after smoking that gonna be guy on couch. I am on couch. There you go. I don't I don't think that ball would be enough to make me become
4: You're guy on couch. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. You worry about Kenny. There you go
0: article has been with me. I don't think Dude, that'd be enough to make it.
5: You, I think this would. This I is, don't know, man. This is pretty it's gotten
0: It's gotten worse. It's gotten much worse.
4: You've tried All right, Daymok, what are you drinking, man?
1: All right. So the girlfriend, she stopped by our local In The Sticks Piggly Wiggly and found this beer, which I had never heard of before. It had some attractive artwork and claimed to be an IPA, but I went in with no expectations. From a 12-ounce bottle dated by 23 June 2019 I decided to break into it tonight. I poured it into a Sam Adams perfect pint glass It's a hazy golden color with some suspended particulate from Lee at the bottom of the bottle. Slow precipitation carbonation fuels a two finger white foam head that slowly fades leaving a generous cap and color Did you fucking look this crap up? Yeah, right. citrus Forward nose Barley hints at the flavor explosion to come. In the mouth, it's in I can't pronounce that word. With a lot of <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a How, Hold on, someplace. no no
4: no no Stop, stop, stop. How the fuck did you be able to read that and you couldn't read the damn humble bundle outro?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I was doing okay for a while there. No, I'm drinking fucking Elysian and taking shots of Crown Vanilla because I drank the handle of Crown Apple.
4: Oh, dude, the Elysian, the IPA? So
1: disappointed. Yeah, the Elysian Space oh, dust.
4: God, I love that stuff. That's so hoppy, so good. Nice. What about you, uh, what about you fucking Shinzo? you guys want to know what
0: I've started drinking tonight or I'm currently drinking? Uh, just a little column A, a little
4: column B. All
0: right, so I started at the beginning at a place that Zyber and I are familiar with called Burlington Beer Co., I got a flight there to taste the various of their wares, and I got to say, two of their drinks were absolutely, absolutely horrible. One of them tasted like they slapped a small child and made him cry over a taxi cab pine air freshener and poured that into a glass. It was absolutely, it was actually not terrific, it was absolutely terrible. And then we went to this place called Hallier, which makes absolutely amazing ginger beer. And if you love ginger beer and you're in the state of Vermont, I miss it. Definitely suggest going there. They have this stuff called Mountain Juice, which is made out of black currant. But I personally drank three mixed drinks, which were uh, the Pedicel number 2, which is scotch-based, and then a uh, Beach Drink, which was rum-based, and then a Feline Good, which was also scotch-based. Delicious drinks all overall. Highly suggest them. And now I'm drinking Napoli Valley 12-year-old scotch.
4: So you just went completely basic there.
3: Oh my god, Halyard is on point, though. How
0: is any of that basic?
4: Because it's you. No, no, D is the basic one.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but D's not here, so
4: you're the next in line.
3: No. Right, that's your basic, though. Your high quality is show basic without D here. Because that's basic for you.
5: Potassium hydroxide. You actually
3: have quality for basic. So what you're basically saying is I'm elevating
0: everyone else's standards, because based upon what I'm drinking... Which is you know high quality shit. What are y'all drinking?
5: The new basic,
0: right? So how is how is Napoli Valley basic? I told you because you're drinking it. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go down that route, fine. We'll get to what you're drinking. I'll tear it apart.
4: No, I will trust say, me. You're you're not going to tear this apart. I hate to say, trust me, but I will tear this apart. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> I learned at a very young age not to trust you. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> right? always tell people never to trust anybody who says "trust me." So please I will say don't that uh,
0: I know I missed last week, and I would like to put on it the fact that I missed last week because, uh, because I had one. Me? I didn't trust you. No, I did not trust you at all. I missed last week because I ran into my boss, and I felt obligated to kind of hang out and be the kind of guy. But I finally went to the uh, whiskey room, which has 250 unique whiskeys, and they did not have Cooper's Choice. <laughs>
5: You have 250 whiskeys and still not have some.
0: Uh, because there is a ton of whiskeys out there. And Jeez. Cooper's Choice happens to be a whiskey that comes highly recommended by Cecil. But he also recommended something called the Dalmore, which I'm sure you guys are aware of. Oh, yeah. Dalmore, 12-year-old. Nice. And I sat there and I tasted this. And I realized I'm going to buy a bottle of this. It's not a question of if it's going to happen. It's going to happen within the next couple of weeks. It's I'm going to buy a bottle of this. I have vacation soon. I'm going to buy a bottle of it. It's going to travel with me. I'm going to sit on the beach, and I'm going to drink the shit out of this crap because Where it is going? smooth as hell.
5: Where you go to a vacation? I'm going to go to Maine. You're going to sit on a beach in Maine? Yeah. Fucking lame.
4: I want a basic... <laughs> so hold on no 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 i got a question i got a question did you find cooper's choice or not i i i i checked out there what
0: you checked out fuck you i no. they don't have cooper's choice what i told you and apparently and i Whoa, actually wait.
3: are you saying they had cooper's choice they i thought i heard you say no. they had cooper's choice. Yeah, again i, I no. checked
0: out
4: there for a second so you didn't
0: find they, cooper's right, choice, let right? me let me explain this they have i'll equate this to an equation they have as much cooper choice as As much as your wife wants to sleep with you, which means there is nothing there. Okay, so,
4: like, let's reverse that. I probably have gotten laid in the past three weeks more than you
3: have gotten laid in the past year. Pity fucks don't count. Uh. Every fuck counts. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, they do. (laughs) Every hole counts. Touche. I was gonna say, dude, warm, wet, insert, repeat. Every hand counts.
0: Simply because your wife has nothing better to do. Does not mean that you're getting lucky. It just means that eh, I could have gone to the Dairy Queen. No no
4: no. That's actually the definition of getting lucky. That is the actual definition of getting lucky. Like holy crap, she wants she wants to have sex. I am getting lucky right now. Getting lucky is I come
0: home and she's already waiting saying, Hey, come hither. That's exactly
4: what's been happening.
0: Like, I mean that's been that's been me on the nightly, so I don't know about you guys. Shinzu,
4: come on.
3: But you have to admit that's after you uh say goodbye to the, you know, gentleman that's walking out before you get home. And that's also after you've drugged her with chloroform.
0: I mean, that's fine. As long as he tags me in and she's accepting, entries a go.
4: <laughs> so little quick thing about that Cooper's choice. When I went over and I found that, I specifically asked for a, a scotch that could not be found in America. So that's why when you said you were looking for it, I'm like, if you can find this, that dude lied uh-huh. to me. So that you couldn't find it means that, means that that dude did not lie to me. And I, I'm telling you this right now is
0: that I asked the person who, I don't, they're definitely not anywhere near, up towards the top of the chain, but I asked them, was like, do you guys have Cooper's Choice? They said, no, we're on a waiting list to get it, but we <laughs> haven't had it. We've never had it, but
4: we've been on a waiting list for like six years to get Cooper's Oh, my choice. God. Exactly. And you know what? My parents are going over in August. Guess what I'm having them pick up for me.
0: Two bottles of Cooper's, uh, Coopers, which I will pay you back for.
4: Uh, actually, yeah, two bottles of Cooper's, but <laughs> I don't know that one's making their way up to you.
0: I'll tell you what. If, uh, if you message me outside of this, you tell me how much the bottle will cost, I will... Is it comes on your recommendation, because based upon the Dalmore, I really enjoy the Dalmore, and that is going to be uh, my vacation drink of choice.
4: I have um, I have a bottle and a half of Dalmore's over in my liquor area right is now. It
0: a, is it the 12-year or is it the 14 or 15 or, or 18?
4: Uh, I believe it's a 12. the 12. The 12-year 12, is yeah, really, 12 really years
0: nice. 12-year is their base model, and that, that's mm-hmm. already like a $100 bottle.
4: It's their basic bottle.
0: Yeah, their basic bottle is $100, and
4: then it goes up from there. So here's, here, I'll make you a deal. I'm going to, I'm gonna, if I can get a hold of another bottle, which I'm hoping I can, if I can get a hold of another bottle, you come down and visit me and I will share some of my Cooper's Choice with you. I'll tell you what, you tell me you got a bottle of- You guys of,
1: are talking all this shit and who's got the bottle of Cooper's Choice? Right now you do. Daymok does. Daymok, where are you located? I'm in Virginia, man. Come
0: visit. I'll share. I'll visit with Daymok and I will say fuck to Cecil.
4: That's all right. I will visit the Daymok with you, and I will say, fuck us both. And
0: Daymok and I will drink it in front of you and say,
4: nah, bitch, you ain't got none. I've already had some, so suck it. Yeah, but you don't have any in that moment is the point. I'm pretty sure if I blow Daymok, I can get some. If you
0: blow Daymok, maybe, but you better not gag.
4: And now, he's not going to shower I've been for do, a week before I've been he does doing it. That, I've been doing that trick. I've learned how to re- like repress my gag reflex. My wife taught me.
0: You better pull the folds back, and scrape away the cheese, because that's how bad it's going to be to get Cooper's Choice.
4: That's all right, man. A little Famunda cheese? I'm okay with that. I'll put it between a couple of pieces of bread, fry it up, make a grilled cheese sandwich out of it. And call it Grandma. Mm-hmm. And then pull it apart and pretend it's Grandma.
1: Why do I, like, get worried that my balls are getting fried now in a cheese sandwich?
0: <laughs> Your balls aren't getting fried, but they're getting scraped for the cheese.
4: They are getting scraped. They are going to
1: get scraped. Oh, uh, if they get scraped with some teeth, as long as you bite just a little bit, I love it.
4: Just a little, just enough to know you, that you know I'm there.
1: I have
0: one question for you, Damoc. How dry do you want it? <laughs> oh,
4: this is going to be Arizona desert dry. I actually oh, do Christ. mean
0: to. I actually do mean to visit you, uh, Cecil. I just have to figure out the best time to reach you, as well as whether or not I want to drive out there or want
4: to fly out there. Depending upon oh oh, uh, shit if you fly i can i can definitely hook you up there that's easy enough well we got to continue on here
3: yeah absolutely continue on just don't pull a d and fart inside the car i will
4: fucking throw you (laughs) out of the goddamn okay moving on moving Moving on on, moving on on. potassium hydroxide what are you partaking in good sir uh
2: peroxide yeah (laughs) uh so (laughs) i (laughs) just got that So I, I have a, had a couple of mojitos, and uh, then I'm going to crack mm. open my bottle of uh, Old Smoky Apple Pie Moonshine. Oh. It's so, so good. good. It is so good.
4: Well, Cecil, what are you drinking? I'm not telling you. I want to hear more about this moonshine.
0: Is it in a glass bottle that's basically just a sealed canister it's of It's in jam? a mason jar.
2: <laughs> it's, in, it's in a mason jar.
0: We got that shit up here.
4: That shit is
2: basic. It, it, dude, it's great flavor though
4: it does taste good it really does taste good
0: zebra you've had my vermont liquor does that shit taste good
3: uh which one
0: the moonshine the apple shit. pie moonshine apple pie um
3: moonshine. the vermont moonshine uh it depends um i didn't ask for your underwear brand yes <laughs> yes uh that's because i drank the moonshine
0: I never took you anywhere yeah. to get Vermont Boonshine. There's no Vermont Boonshine that's sold on stores. You want to find that shit, you got to go in the middle of nowhere. You got to find a guy named Bubba.
3: Yeah, that's
4: what I'm talking about. No, no, no. Bubba is that guy that's in jail that hides in the cell and then gets turned into a zombie and tries to eat your ass later.
0: Oh, no, that, that, that was a terrifying game. Yeah. Oh,
4: God, no. That was awesome, dude. That was a fucking incredible game. It was. I honestly wish we finished it to completion. We did finish it. The Sarge Jump. Yeah, yeah, the sergeant, jump, but there could have been another chapter. Oh no! you're Well, we did have another chapter. We had you're all gonna rot in Davy Jones's locker. The one that yeah. didn't finish was the third one, where you're all special tactical units, and you end up getting killed by monkeys flooring flaming poo at you.
0: Yeah, see, I didn't,
4: I didn't, I didn't play in that way. The my my guess you is fucking you fucking did. did. Did I? I don't remember. You it. did. You had a frigging DS that was like a hacking tool, and you dropped it.
0: I honestly don't remember. I must have blocked it out. It must have been a shitty narrator.
4: Oh, you're fucking killing me. Bad GM. No, it was it was good. You just fucked up. Oh my God, is that is that how much of that bottle is gone? Yeah, that's not uh, a lot of that. That's not a lot gone. I'm so, I don't well, no, because like last time I was there, he only barely had like just the tip gone. Now he's actually gotten through it. I'm proud of you, man. You know what's the
0: worst part about the fact is I tried to find Cooper's Choice in '98, and you cannot find that particular year anywhere. Nope. Nope, no because nope, there's only 435 bottles made. And I will tell the readers who are listening, who are not readers,
4: why. Yes. <laughs> because this stuff is distilled every like what, 10 years? No, no, because there was a 96, there was a 98, there was a 2001. Um, right,
0: but they're all they're all like they're all coming out of casks that are like 10 or 12 years old is the issue.
4: No, no, no. So that's that's when it was put in the cask. It was it was bottled, it was bottled I think 18 years later. So you're saying that the the Cooper's Choice was bottled in like 1980, 1980s? No, no, no. It was I put got into reversed. the cask in 1980. It is 1998. It was then brought out of the cask and put into a bottle 18 years later. Oh, okay, so okay, all right. So I got that backwards, all right. Cuz when
0: you said like Cooper's Choice 98, I thought you meant it was out of the cask and in the bottle at 90 on the year 1998. <laughs> no 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 I didn't realize that was when it was, was put camp, in the cast okay. no but okay. that
4: stuff right there that picture that uh that day mark is showing right there that was an incredibly expensive bottle of booze can you give me a price point not that i care but we're talking
0: um, 100 200 300 that that last one was closer 300 dollars. that one was pretty close I almost dropped five hundred dollars on a bottle not too long ago. And it was gonna be a bottle I held for a long time before I cracked it open.
4: I'm super stoked that Daymok has been treating this like you treat a good scotch. You bring it out every now and then and you just have a little bit because that's all you need. Now that that cool part about that bottle is that bottle is cask strength. So most scotches they actually they dilute down to be I think forty five percent. But that is like fifty is that like fifty two or fifty three percent? It's fifty four point five percent. There we go. So it's cask strength. So literally whatever it came out of the cask, that's it right there. And that was only that was there was only they only made one cask of that, one sherry cask. That's it. So that is one of like four hundred and thirty five or something like that.
0: So I have a actually I do have a legit question because I, I while well, I love scotch and I love whiskey, I'm not a big like I learn about all this stuff. Um, do you find as of your personal experience and anyone in the group's personal experience is that once you open a bottle of scotch it definitely has a flavor differential depending upon how long it goes because I've opened a bottle of scotch and then like six months later also took in a drink from it and been like the taste has definitely changed
1: yes um, and that is with uh, I really like Lefroig the ten year old
0: is that that's the peat stuff right where it's like yep. really heavily smoked in peat
1: yeah hardcore peat it goes great with a cigar. But if you pop that bottle, then you drink a couple glasses and put it away. Uh, a couple months later, when you come back to it, it definitely tastes smoother instead of having that good bite to it. And I don't like it as much. So if I open it, I'm drinking it.
0: Because that's what I've heard. I've heard that if you open a bottle of scotch, you have to drink it within a like a 30 to 45 day window. Otherwise, it loses that and as a bias, because once oxygen gets into it, it changes the dynamic or the flavor of the drink that you're having.
5: Yeah, probably the, the alcohol evaporates.
1: Yes, part of that is true. The alcohol starts to evaporate a little bit. Now, that depends on how they bottle it. The Cooper's Choice is bottled at cask strength. So it's straight from the cask. That is... As long as you keep it in a relatively cool and dark place, do not let any sunlight get to it, it's phenomenal. Every single time I have half of a finger of a glass, every once in a great while, it tastes the same every time. Punches you in the mouth and is just amazingly smooth after.
0: So Cooper's Choice really has like a strong start and like a smooth finish.
1: Uh, i I personally think it's got a
0: strong start and a strong finish See, like that's not my ideal scotch though my ideal scotch is like so the dalmore for example for me uh, for me personally it has almost i don't want to say like a water consistency where you could drink it all day but i could drink that all day
4: it's very very smooth going in and it's very polite going down so the Cooper's Choice is not something that you would sit down and drink all day. The Cooper's Choice is one of those ones where you would drink a glass of it, and then you would switch to a a lighter scotch, and then that lighter scotch would be, like, it would almost, you would almost get more flavor out of that lighter scotch, because that burn that you get would be completely obliterated, because that Cooper's Choice is just pow in your face.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'd like it then.
1: Yes. Uh, so I do that with a McCollin 12 or even a 14. You hit a little bit of Cooper's Choice. I mean, we're talking just almost a quarter of a shot glass full. You do that, you enjoy the cigar with it, and then you drink a glass of McCollin. It's really, really good. See, I'm not a cigar kind of person. And like, I know everyone
0: has like a different flavor, a different type of scotch they like. Uh, for me personally, I like my scotch to be smooth and that's possibly like, I want it to be smooth and full of complexity. Like I had the stuff at the whiskey room, which they don't know what they gave me. And I honestly don't know what I drank. It was, I can't really place it, but it entered my mouth. It was very inviting. And it was like, basically like, Hey, you want to have more of this? It's very easy to drink. And then like the rebound effect, there was no rebound effect. There was no like, Hey, I'm coming back up. And then like, it was just very inviting and then they suggested trying this stuff called napoli valley 12 year and 14 year old and i tried it and i find it a very relaxing i basically bottom line is i like a relaxing scotch i don't like something that i have to fight to get down i don't like something i have to pair with a cigar to get down i like to be able to sip it and be like this has a complex flavor and combination of everything that would make a scotch like i can taste the cask I can taste the notes, the floral,
4: the apple, the orange, the honey notes, everything. This is going to sound totally arrogant, and it doesn't mean to come off that way. When you start drinking Scotch more, you will you will appreciate the flavors that you get out of Cooper's Choice. Like uh, the the all, all everything you just described is there. But the thing that comes along with Cooper's Choice is you get you get the smack in the face as well, and. As you drink more scotches, like there's a McClellan twenty one year old that does the exact same thing. I've had it, did
0: not and, care for it, honestly.
4: Really? Oh my yeah, god. I that that twenty one year old so, was so smooth at the end. I literally yeah, I, didn't think I could have drank cost. that while having sex. So
0: all right, so imagine the oldest scotch you've ever had.
4: Uh now when you say oldest oldest In age terms scotch, scotch or oldest oldest like bottle of scotch? Oldest I'll say go ahead, oldest bottle of scotch. Okay, so the oldest bottle of scotch I had was a nineteen eighty eight. It was bottled in nineteen eighty eight, but it was it was put in a cask twenty five years prior to that.
0: Now I want you to triple that. All right. Like, now you and I both know the clients that my parental units know.
4: Okay. And I've well, had when you triple that, you're talking about a you're talking about a forty thousand dollar bottle of scotch. I mean, it really depends upon at the time,
0: but I've had like a forty to a. You, basically, at your point in time, you're basically talking about a seventy five
4: year old Scotch. Well, no, no, no. Because keep in mind that when it's when it's bottled, that it doesn't age in the bottle. No, like, like Scotch doesn't age in the True. bottle like you would want it to. Like not like a champagne does. I've it had age like in the bottle. I think the
0: oldest Scotch I've had was about about a about a fifty depending upon how you look at it, about a fifty to a sixty year old bottle of Scotch. Once it's been put into the bottle and I didn't like it because for me personally, like I don't really like things that have been
4: aged in oaky, but, but that's what I'm saying. So like, as you start to progress through your Scotch life, you will start to appreciate the different Scotches that are out there and the different flavors that you get out of it.
5: So
0: what you're saying is
4: once I kill my
0: taste buds, which is a lesser known Scotch. No, once you get used to it is what I'm saying.
1: No, so, no, no, you You kill your taste buds specifically with a cigar. A cigar kills your taste buds. No, I do not no. do cigars. Oh, shit. Can I get into what
4: I'm drinking? Because I, I got a lot yes. to say about this beer. Absolutely. Go ahead. What are you drinking? No one cares. I, I, nobody's going to care because I'm going to fucking tear this thing apart. All right. I love Dogfish Head, and I found I have now found a second beer by Dogfish Head that I do not like. And I hate, I hate giving a review on this show. Of a beer I don't like because I feel like I should be positive. I feel like I should be all upbeat. Can I I ask a question? No, you can't. Shut up. Um, So I am drinking uh, a beer by Dogfish Head that's called, it's got on here, it's Dragons and Yum Yums in collaboration with The Flaming Lips. All right. I I honestly have no fucking clue what style of beer this is, but that was my question. Yeah, the art is awesome. It's like these weird little, like, bally little things riding this weird-looking dragon with, like, a little hop guy down there and then, like, a sunny guy doing a peace sign. They're only 6.5% by volume, so they're very, very drinkable by everybody. However, I, I don't like this beer, and I'm going to give you a plethora of reasons why. The first part is the smell. The smell on it smells like, to me... Like, you know when you go behind the bar and you you get that that beer-soaked
3: bar mat smell? Yes. Um, But quickly, sorry to interrupt you, but you said Flaming Lips, right? Yeah. All right. And would that be the band Flaming Lips? I believe so, yes. All right. That explains everything. Okay. How could you?
4: Well, because I, I saw it and I said, this is something new I haven't seen from Dogfish Head. And since I like a majority of Dogfish Head's beers, I figured this was a good gamble. However, I was incorrect. Now, I'm sure there's going to be somebody out there that loves this. So whatever I'm going to describe, if this is up your alley, go get this beer. Don't take that I don't like it as a reason not to drink this beer. So the first, the smell of it is if you take that beer mat smell and you dump a pound of sugar on it, that's the smell of this beer. I was out of ideas and I needed something to can. Okay, don't blame me. Well, okay, I, I, I'm tracking. I'm tracking there, but literally, like, that's the smell from this beer. So that's the first thing that you get out of this. The attack, the attack is almost a sour, and that's the thing that throws me off because you smell it and it's almost sickly sweet. You taste it and the attack is almost all sour, and I'm like, where the where the hell does sour come into play here? Is this some weird, like, wizardry happening on my taste buds? Then the finish, the finish goes into this weird, like, sweet, sour, like, like sour mix just had an orgasm in your mouth and they happened to be eating pineapple that day. Like, that's what I'm getting.
0: Was this an experimental brew that they did or was this something they
4: plan on having on a regular basis? God, I, I hope it was experimental because. I, I I'm not liking it. I'm going to drink it. I've got a six pack. I'm drinking all of this. And I
0: like I'm to tack I'm on to what you're hand. saying is that like, I really do appreciate that breweries are trying to do something, but like all the local breweries around me are having things like animal crackers and like milk sugars in their beers. And a lot of them are just Gross.
4: Yeah, I, like I, I, I like an experiment, and I like that these craft brewers are, are really trying to like step outside the lines, and and like this isn't deterring me from Dogfish Head in any way, shape, or form. They're going to come out with a new beer next week, and I'm still going to try it, uh, you know, or, or next month or whatever. I'm still going to try it because the majority of the time when I pick up a Dogfish Head, I dig it. In fact. Well I, I I would go I would go there to their brewery and be like, hey look, I talk about your shit so much on this show, you should just give me a six
3: pack. Um coconut. That's all I'm gonna say. Coconut.
4: Hmm. What you got, uh what you got, Shinzu? Honestly, just a question.
0: Do you know how often they do their ninety minute IPA? The stuff that you bottle and you keep in a bottle for you know, the more longer you age it, the higher APV it gets.
4: You talking the one twenty?
0: Um, I don't know. Uh, Zyber, you brought me some of the stuff when you came to visit. 120. 120. Okay. So the 120, I kept that stuff in a bottle. I didn't, I drank one bottle and I kept it in a bottle for our mother and um, Zyber and I's mother. And I, uh, I gave it to her and then our dad drank it and it like messed him up oh, hardcore. Yeah. Oh
4: yeah. That's the 120 minute IPA. That, that comes yeah. out every fall. Every That's fall? like uh, August, September it's released. So if you know any place that sells dogfish head, go hit them up around August, September, and they should have them.
0: I know places around here that do, but they never have the 120-minute
4: IPA. It's it's a fall beer. They only do it once a year. So And sometimes people won't get it. So what you're going to want to do is definitely go talk to your your local bre- uh, local like um, beer store, beverage center, and say, hey, look, I'm looking for this. Can you get it? Because some places don't, get it because it's not going to sell bear in mind it's like on average 45 dollars for a four pack i mean that's fine i mean i i drink that kind of stuff like
0: they have um dragon milk dragon's milk i don't know if you guys ever drank that hey Democ, you know about dragon's milk don't you oh man i love dragon's milk i, I do, do too damn like man. what's your what's your favorite dragon's milk your favorite type of, is it the
1: plain or is it like the flavored I drink the plain dragon's milk and I just drink it down. The only problem that I have with dragon's milk is I piss out my ass the morning after. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's, that's exactly fair. what I was
0: looking for. My favorite dragon's milk is the uh, chocolate cherry. I tried, they had this stuff during the fall and I drank that stuff and I immediately regretted not getting like eight, eight packs or eight, four packs at once because I got one four pack and they sold out that same day I got there the release and then they sold out and they never had
4: any back at my local place. righty, Well, we got to get into the next segment since uh, we've now <laughs> been jabbering on about booze, which I guess, you know, that, that a, that a there in the, in the name kind of tells us what we're going to talk about. But state of games, state of games is where we talk about what we've been playing for the past week, or where we just pontificate about how we feel games are in general today. So. Let's go reverse down that line. Potassium hydroxide. What is your state of games there?
2: Well, just like last week, I am playing Black Desert. They released the newest content update—the the underwater sea biome—that about 99 percent of the game can't even participate in <laughs> because you need a gear requirement to. Uh, what? There. Okay, so, well, what happens or uh, with these content updates, uh, and more specifically this mo- most recent one, is that gear score is a heavy requirement for this new zone and the gear score in black desert requires months or a year plus worth of gameplay to get your gear to a point where you could actually even partake in this content so i'm uh, i'm trying to play catch up sounds like warframe uh, yeah yeah war yeah same thing as like warframe i think it's a little bit more grandy <laughs> nice yeah, Very nice. I got I got to get into in
4: Black Desert. I mean, I you know, I keep saying I got to do something else in games and all of a sudden
2: I'm going to warn you and everyone else is listening. Black Desert is heavily paid for convenience. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. So I know.
4: And we got into that conversation a couple episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> we will we'll not we'll not breach that this time around. <laughs> yeah. But uh Shinzu, what's your city games there, guy? I'll try
0: to keep this short as I know I've talked a lot tonight. Um, yep. One pontificating. Yeah, screw you. I've been talking about uh, one. I'm really happy that they're going to be potentially banning uh, loot crates and boxes in games. Fucking A,
4: don't open that can of worms. Move I know. On.
0: I just said I'm glad they're doing it. Um, but mainly, I've been playing a lot of Player Unknown PUBG, and I just, I don't know what it is about that game, but I, I love it. Uh, I'm not going to go into it, but then I decided, you know eBay. what? I'll go ahead and put that aside because I like it over Apex. I don't know why. I really can't explain why I love it. I'm just- I guess I'm better at the game. But then I said, you know what? I'm gonna get back into Resident Evil 2, the remake. And Yes, you are. Part of the reason I stopped playing that game was because I got I get really like I don't get nervous. I don't get scared during games unless I'm playing like really games that actually terrify me. Like when Cecil and I were playing Dead Space 3. Partions of that game terrify me with the overall arc of Resident Evil, at least for Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, and partially 4, absolutely terrify me. So I kind of forgot about a lot of the uh, Resident Evil 2 series <laughs> about Mr. X. Uh-huh. So...
2: I honestly, oh, yeah. for,
0: I honestly remember that like in Resident Evil 2, you could kill Mr. X and he went the fuck away. Oh, yeah. So I, I legit stopped playing Resident Evil 2 because he always, he was like uh, the dude in, in Resident Evil 3, he always followed you going, stars. And like, I would be running through an area and I'd hear his footsteps and I would just pause. And I would sit there for 5 or 10 minutes breathing heavily going, oh shit, is he gonna turn the corner? And then he would just wander the hell off and I wouldn't have to worry about him. But like, I started playing the game and I got to the part in time where I realized that if you're doing a puzzle in the game, he doesn't follow you because the game wants you to complete the puzzle. I was like, oh, that's kind of convenient. So it's in the clock tower. But in the original game, I remember when you're in the clock tower, he grabs hold of the ledge completely prepared for that shit. Never happened. (laughs) Never happened. So I was like, you know what? I have this, uh, I have this, uh, key I can unlock a couple doors with. I will go to the the door. I will unlock the door. I went running to the door and he just busted the wall. And I I legit I wasn't even holding my <laughs> my controller or a slash my keyboard. I threw my keyboard. I picked it up but I just fucking threw it. He came through that wall and I almost shit myself. Yep. <laughs> like I remember I know the, point the in exact time. Spot. Uh-huh. Right? I remember the entire point in time when you my brother were kids. And he said, wouldn't it be funny if, and I completely forgot about that shit. My girlfriend is trying to sleep behind me because my computer is in the same room we go to bed in. And I, I was like, I don't even fucking admit it. I'm like, holy shit. And I threw the control in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect it because he broke through a door. Oh, sorry. He didn't break through it. He broke through a wall that was just a generic freaking wall. It had no like no special connotation to the game, had nothing, it was just a wall. It wasn't part of a puzzle. It wasn't part of a storyline part of the game. It was just a wall. And I can't tell you how happy I was the fact that they took my game experience from the first time they did Resident Evil 2 and they morphed it and they changed how the settings was or setting were into the game were like, I don't know if you guys play Resident Evil and you play the Resident Evil 1 remake for uh, GameCube, I don't know. but how you were running through the hallway and the dogs hit the glass of the window and they just bounced off of it and the, gla- the dogs actually didn't break through the glass until three quarters of the way through the game. That situation happened and it terrified me, it scared me, and I honestly can't tell you how happy I've been in a game that has not only scared me, but also made me question whether I wanted to go to bed that night. <laughs> I haven't had a game that made me go like, I really don't know if I want to sleep tonight other than the Resident Evil series. Resident Evil 1, 2, I've never said, I don't know if I want to go to bed. But this remake of Resident Evil 2 has made me say, I don't know if I want to go to sleep yet because I might actually <laughs> legitimately have nightmares. And after watching Matt Mr. X bust through that wall where I was honest to God not expecting it at all, makes me so incredibly happy and honestly if you love those games if you love survival horror games i highly recommend resident evil 2 i haven't even beaten the game
4: yet on the leon uh playthrough but i highly recommend it that's what i love about these remakes and capcom really nails it where they know like they know that they have people who remember the the original game and they play off of that. Just like what you said about the the dogs from the first game. They know when you're walking through that hallway that you're expecting dogs to come through there. And they lull you into a false sense of security thinking, oh, shit, I ran through here like four or five times. The dogs never came through. And then, bam, they're there. Right. But do you
0: remember, though, when you're, when you're playing the game, the first time you're running through the game in the, the GameCube remake, the dogs hit the glass and the glass doesn't break. It just kind of like maybe makes a slight sound.
4: Oh, yeah, I remember. And you were like, oh, here it is, here it comes, and it doesn't happen. I know, that's that false sense of security that they lull you into. They're like, oh, don't worry, they're not actually going to break through the glass, you're fine. Next thing you know, after you've run through there four or five times, you're not expecting it to happen, and then it comes through. And I love how Capcom did that. Dude,
0: the redheads blew my mind in the GameCube remake. Because, like, oh, honestly, yeah. God, like, the first time I played Resident Evil, you kill a zombie, it falls on the ground, it turns into a pile of whatever because they're trying to save on pixels. But then in the GameCube remake, the first time I downed a zombie, the zombie didn't disappear. I knew the zombie was, quote, unquote, dead, but it didn't disappear. And I'm like, there's got to be, I was like, cool, this is a remake. The zombie are going to just stay there because of X, Y, and B. And I'm like, why are they
4: giving me oil to burn? Bodies. This seems kind of weird. Hold on. Back, back that train up. X, Y, and B? <laughs> what the fuck type of alphabet was that?
2: <laughs> X, Y, B, A, man. Yeah, that's a, the that's a controller layout. Jesus, Mary and jo- I'm All probably right.
1: the
0: only person that actually thought the GameCube controller was actually comfortable. All right.
4: Moving on from that. Damoc, what's your state of games there, guy?
1: Uh, sadly, I don't have a wonderful story. Um, I got sucked back in world i've been playing that for a bit all right well
4: tell us about it what's what's uh what, what brought you back to it
1: uh i made a mistake and i started watching minecraft videos and one of the guys i was watching makes a rim world series and i started watching that and going oh i miss rim world that's such a good game so i own it i installed it and started playing nice hmm
4: about you, Arkel? I know you're playing Apex Legends. What's your state of games?
5: Oh, I'm not actually playing Apex Legends. I mean, I've been playing it. Uh, I still like it. I still dig it.
4: Uh, but yeah, I haven't really been
5: playing anything else. I don't even know if anything's coming out. But yeah, I've been pretty... Uh, I'm really looking forward to the the remaster of uh, Halo Reach, but there's been no news Fuck on that front right. either. So
4: It's coming.
0: It's coming. Be patient. Dude, that was my favorite Halo game.
5: It was a pretty good one.
4: I'm excited to play it, to be perfectly honest. I'm excited to play all the games past Halo 2 that I never got to play. Right, but do you remember, though, when you're... I'm just really worried how they're going to handle
0: it
5: is
4: the only concern
5: I have. I would love to go through the trilogy with somebody if you guys want to do it.
4: Dude, let's let's make that happen. I am all for streaming that shit. Article, you
0: know me, and I always play Halo games on Legendary the first time I play through. So if that's something you want to do on PC, I am down.
3: I don't have a PC. But you have a Mac, so 30? yeah, you can still play it. I want to buy it for Mac.
5: <laughs> you know how fucking badly Halo's going to run on Mac? <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no, friends. the question is, do you know how badly Halo's going to run on your
5: PC equipment? I do have a desktop, actually. I just don't have a monitor.
4: All right, Um, right, I'm not even going to comprehend that.
3: So Cyberblood, what's your state of games? Um, other than about 15 minutes of Graveyard Keeper, I haven't played jack All. Other than a game called Tally Whacker. And that 15 minutes really made you go. Tally Whacker is a game where you uh, load up a special site, you whip out your member, and you start whacking. It's a fun game. Win-win. Every time.
4: Let's say, you probably have a, a t-shirt that you can use as a nightstand, don't you?
3: No, but I have a bunch of uh, pants that I could use a nightstands. There
4: you go. There you go. I mean,
3: pockets. What are they good for? Well, that's why I have like
4: old socks. They're a good catch all. Uh, my state of games is actually pretty simple. I uh, I jumped back into Destiny a little bit because I I found uh, some free time. So I passed my last class. I'm jumping onto this cat. Uh, this class about accounting, and I know I do not want to be a, an accountant. Like I know now there is nothing in this world that is going to make me want to be an accountant. However, I got to take this class and I've got to learn it because it's going to help me in the future. And I understand that. So I'm going to take it. But uh, I just have it playing in the background while I play a little bit of Destiny. And I got to say, I have missed a shit ton in that game. And I, I didn't think that that was really possible in Destiny. But I missed, I've missed a lot. I've got a lot of catching up to do. So I've been trying to catch up on that. Uh, and I'm not just talking about light level. I'm talking about all the little intricacies that's happened. Um, there's been a lot of little content releases that have been pulled, pulled out. And I, uh, I really, I really got to catch up on it. Um, I've got a lot of lore that I got to catch up on, which is really, it's, it's, goddamn, it's, it's weird for me to say that I got to catch up on lore in Destiny because, well, it's notoriously lore free. But yeah, yeah, I got a lot of catching up to do. Um, I, unfortunately, fortunately, I don't know how you want to label that, but, uh, yeah, Graveyard Keeper is part of a Humble Bundle right now. I saw that going, so I had to load it back up and I had to play it. That game is like a black hole. You start playing and you just can't get away. And it's not like the black hole. It's not like the, like the... It's not like the black hole that you see in the movies where you just get sucked in and you get sucked in quicker. This is like the black hole where you're witnessing something happening. And instead of seeing it happen super quick, as they get sucked in, it's slower and slower and slower until they're just red mist. Like that's the black hole I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's been it. I got to quickly tell you about this though. This isn't quite about video games. This is about how my day went <laughs> because I feel that. Somebody will get a laugh out of this. Uh, so I had, I had a, a big interview today. And I say a big interview. It's a, it was an interview with like six different people at this very large company. My day started off. I have these glass water bottles. Um, and I try to use those because they're easier to clean. So I brought two of them. I had one that I was going to drink in the car on the way there because it was a three-hour drive there and like a four-hour drive back. But I figured I'll drink one in the car, and then I'll have one for the interviews. That way I'll be nice and hydrated. I won't have to worry. Didn't want to assume that they'd have water bottles there, but I figured I'd have them hanging out on me. So I get to the parking garage, and then I Google where the building's going to be. And I find out that the building's about 0.8 miles away. I say, well, shit. I'm here 45 minutes early. Well, it's only going to take me at most 20 minutes to walk 0.8 miles. I'm just going to walk it. So I put said water bottle in my pocket, I put my phone in the other pocket, and I start walking. As I start walking, just moseying right along, feeling pretty good, all of a sudden I hear this very loud tink, like something hitting concrete. And, uh, so immediately I turn around, I'm like, well shit, what the hell was that? And I'm looking around to see if I dropped something. Nope. As I look down to look around, I notice that there's a small wet spot starting on my pant leg. So I'm like, well, shit, that's weird. Thinking that the cap came off the water bottle, I go to pull the water bottle out of my pocket, and that's when the whole bottom of said water bottle completely releases and dumps an entire water bottle down my leg. Oh, no. Now you think to yourself, hey, this sounds pretty bad on its own. Well, the worst part about it is that the way my pant leg was and the way my sock was working, it whipped (laughs) all of this water straight down into my shoe. I didn't leave a puddle anywhere. It all funneled right into my shoe. Oh,
2: no. I'm
4: sitting there holding a glass water bottle with the bottom broken out of it. These shards of glass in my pocket that have probably embedded themselves deep into my flesh by now. I'm <laughs> looking at myself going, this is how I start the interview? With a right leg covered in water? So I'm walking in now. I'm like, well, shit, it is what it is. I'm walking in and I'm thinking to myself, I gotta think up a really cool story about why my right leg is completely covered and soaked. So I sit down and I start talking to a gentleman in the in the the waiting room there. And I'm like, hey, so what are you here for? And he's like, oh, I'm here for an interview. I'm like, hey, that's what I'm here for. Of course, there he he immediately asks, uh, are you here for security? I'm like, no, 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 systems engineer, not security. He's like, oh, okay. And I see him glare down at my leg for a quick second, and I say, there's a story here. And he goes, oh, no, no, I wasn't. I'm like, no, 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 I saw you look. So on the way in, I got attacked by a rogue water elemental. It was the craziest thing in the world. And he looks at me for a second like, what? Then I go, yeah, that sounded way cooler than a water bottle exploded in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> at that point in time he realizes i'm telling a joke and kind of smiles and snickers and i'm sitting there going yeah i've been thinking about that for the past five minutes how i could figure out a way to talk about how my right leg is covered in water in a really cool fashion mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah i got attacked by a rogue water elemental today right before an interview
0: that's so, so i went with that a pokemon oh, i said uh
4: magikarp try to spray me yeah, see, I was going to go with. I, I was thinking about the Pokemon Go thing. Like, hey, I was playing Pokemon Go and, like, friggin' Gyarados just fucking wrecked my face. And I was like, no, no, no. I got to go with something, something like. Because maybe, maybe people don't play Pokemon Go. And I can't imagine why somebody wouldn't play Pokemon Go. But,
5: I mean. Spontaneous, acute sweat.
4: Everybody knows what a Magikarp is, and they all know they're useless. Dude, I love my Magikarp. I always have that fucker flopping around.
2: I think everyone would know that I don't play Pokemon Go. They would never play Pokemon Go. <laughs> I think everyone here who has worked with me you d- knows You don't why. even
0: have to play Pokemon Go to know what a Magikarp is. That's the great thing about Magikarp.
2: That's very true. Yeah. I don't Iconic. even know what
5: it is, but I imagine it's that useless fucking fish-like Pokemon that comes out of And that's what exactly
0: something. what it is. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what it is.
5: So even Smash he,
0: Brothers. my brother, who knows nothing about Pokemon understands what a Magikarp is.
5: And I've made it a point my entire life to ignore everything Pokemon-related, I might add.
0: That, oh, that's from
4: some,
5: somebody who's actively tried to ignore it, and he knows what Magikarp is. Just never enjoyed Pokemon. Look, as if you, as,
4: you know as as what Nintendo thing. is, you know what a Magikarp is, bar none. Alrighty, well, you know, I, I actually, I, I probably should say we have a topic, but we're, like, almost an hour in here. And we I just thought you barely... said at the beginning of this we didn't have a topic. I know, well... That's what I'm saying. I'd love to say that we had a topic, but we really don't. So we're gonna kick straight into questions, right from, <laughs> right yeah. from what, state of games. Wait, so did we
0: hopefully... get to Zyber Blood? What his state of games were? Yeah, he was first, dude. <laughs> are you sure? Are you absolutely yes. positive?
2: Yes, I wasn't in first. Feel like, I feel like I, we missed. I'm pretty sure we went reverse order, and I was first.
0: Zyber, did no. you? Are you confident he was is correct? I wasn't first. See? He wasn't first.
4: Well, hold on. No, no, I'm pretty sure, because I started with you when you told me that you worked, like, 104 hours and you didn't do dick. You played, like, 15 minutes of Graveyard Keep. Fuck no, you, guys. No, I, am, no, I am not I, that drunk. No, no, I, no.
3: <laughs> I was first to last. You were the last person to go. I was first to last. I wasn't the first, though.
4: I feel right, like we could have had tip, a great whatever. joke
3: going, but <laughs> you fucked it.
4: Alright, so, moving on to questions. Oh, shit. This one's for This one's for me. So, Hollowed asks, can you please tell the Virginia Beach story? All right. If you guys got to go get a beer or something, I would suggest go doing that now because it's going to take a minute. Could we get to the other
5: question
4: first? (laughs) Yeah, let's do that. And then I'll go back and tell it at the end. That's a really good idea. That's a very good idea. Yeah, because not that I I don't like you guys, but I don't want to stay here for half an hour while you tell a story. Well, I'm going to try to do the abridged version. All right. Let's go into Cyberblood's question. Uh, if we ban Icy for questions like we did Daymok, will Shadow finally show us some love again? I think Shadow is is just vaporized. I, uh, I don't think Shadow's ever coming back. Can we just say, like, I honestly, I miss Icy.
0: I miss his deep, soothing voice.
1: Fuck so, that. No. Fuck that. I hear him daily at work. <laughs> I am done with that shit. <sighs> That fucking weeaboo garbage bullshit in his fucking tone of voice drives me absolutely insane.
4: So I'm right. We heard nothing of consequence, right? Dude, every time he goes into the Zimbabwe voice, man, I'd lose my shit. Racist. Every single time. I know it's racist. I know it's racist, and I'm I'm fully comfortable with saying I know it's racist, but every time he jams into that man, I lose my shit.
1: I mean, you guys realize that he's legitimately from Nigeria, right? It's not yeah. A- oh, oh yeah, yeah. I know. yeah. Just like
3: Cecil, uh, my co-worker, bully is from uh, Congo. Zyber, do you also hear
0: that? I hear something of opinion that does not matter. <laughs>
3: Jesus um, I, I caught a whiff of him. it.
4: Let's mute. Uh, let's mute Scrotum over there. All right. Uh, so no, I don't think Shadow's coming back unless we uh, we just like I don't know, rub him off or something. He's gone because of work slash. School, right? No, no.
1: He got married.
4: Yeah. Oh pretty much. shit! The worst, the hex is upon him. All right. Next question: Who is your immortal hero? Someone whose memory will never die for you. Why are they your hero? All right. So let's uh, let's go down the line here. Potassium hydroxide. Do you have an immortal hero,
2: and why? An immortal hero. Oh man. I don't know if I ever really thought of that be a tough one that that died well they don't have to die I mean there's just got be yeah they don't have hero. to be
3: dead yet but when they do die their memory will forever live on
0: mm. if he has a hero
2: in like the last like 50 60 75 years I don't think I particularly ever thought of that no I, I don't think I'd have a hero whose memory would live on for me unfortunately
4: <laughs> all right yeah so you suck at life what about you uh sacrum over there uh, Shinzu, thank you for yeah, remembering that, my name.
0: Um, I understand that you know Latin is hard for you to say, which is why I say you can call me Shinzu. But I have two: uh, Mozart and Edgar Allan Poe. Ooh, how are those? in Why Mozart? Mozart, because I find the the compilations that he's created soothing, and I honestly can't explain why. Like if I am in the most like angriest state of my life, I can listen to Mozart. And I can find something beautiful and settling in what he is
3: producing. You should yeah, check out. But that out. dude
0: had a really fucked up life, man. Like, he does. I understand it. Like his life was so ah, your fucked. Your music,
3: your life was fucked up. Now I feel better. I'm
5: a day. I, I don't
0: understand it. But like, if you listen to like any of his symphonies, it's some of them are haunting. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are haunting. But most of them are beautiful, and they just make me feel better. No, the guy was a fucking genius, but man, yeah, that dude was had a fucked up life. Oh, absolutely. And if you li- if you watch the movie Mozart, or, ba- or what do you want to call it? Mozart. Amadeus. Amadeus, They made a movie yeah, on this guy? Amadeus. Yes. They did. It's called if you Amadeus. you have seen
5: Amadeus, you should watch it. It's fucking awesome. It's oh, amazing. Shit, go watch it.
0: And the guy who plays uh, Mozart is... Perfect. Yeah, like you could not ask for a better. It's like the guy who played genie, it, it, Robin Williams played an amazing genie. If you go to see Aladdin and you see Will Smith playing his <laughs> genie, destroyed, R.I.P. You're done. Like there's no like Robin Williams. That was so it. I got. I got.
4: Hold on, hold on. Let's back up on that movie there for a second. So do they kind of touch into his promiscuous sexuality? Yeah, absolutely. They do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Then yeah. Then I so watch his. It.
0: He's promiscuous. His father was very rigid, which was yes. absolutely historically true. Rigid and, and part- hard. he did hard jobs. So his dad actually ends up, in the movie per se, his dad actually ends up passing. And Mozart feels partially responsible for his father's ultimate demise, which leads him to try to compose a... I don't even know how to how to call it. It was his last symphony in in regards to his father
4: and he tries to create this thing that would be memorable for all the ages. He never finishes it. I've got to watch this movie because everything I've read about Mozart, everything that I've studied on the man, like this is hitting it on the head, so I really got to see this movie.
5: It's a really good movie, dude.
4: The movie
0: Amadeus is like it's so I first saw it when
5: it's told through it's told through the eyes of like a jealous I don't know uh Whatever the fuck they were, a clergyman who was also a composer.
0: No, it, it wasn't a clergyman. He was he was legit. He was the composer no, of that's what I'm that saying. particular that's what I'm notion. He's told yeah.
5: through the jealous eyes of another composer, but he was part yeah. of that like that king's court. Whatever the fuck bullshit at the time. I yeah. Do you this.
0: remember uh, the movie about Alexander the Great no. the, with Anthony Hopkins? No, which also starred Brad Pitt.
5: Feel like Brad Pitt. No, no, yeah.
0: Negative. Okay, so uh, it was a movie about Troy and the fall of Troy, and it was told through the eyes of someone who was basically like a third party stand, a uh, third party person. Horrible movie, absolutely bad, but kind of same outlook.
5: Are you talking about the movie uh, Troy?
0: Yeah, it was the movie Troy. It was told from an outside perspective. And that's the same deal as Amadeus is told from an outside perspective. It wasn't told by Amadeus. wasn't told by his lover. Okay. wasn't told by any of that. It was told by someone who legitimately tried to poison Amadeus's life. Who like, you know Mozart hated the dude. Was.
5: He was a hater. Yeah. I got, he was a. Hater. I gotta watch yeah. this movie. It's a good one.
0: And Edgar Allan Poe being my second. And then obviously, if anyone here doesn't know who Edgar Allan Poe was, if anyone here doesn't understand his lifestyle, then I'm just to say. Go ahead and Google the dude. Like, seriously, if you've never read anything or heard anything about Edgar Allan
4: Poe, you've been living under a goddamn rock. Yeah, that dude was, that dude had some, had some issues. That dude had subscriptions, not fucking issues. That dude, dude had legit. subscriptions.
0: They found him on a park bench and same thing with, um. oh God, who was it? The the uh, the artist who was writing all the plays about uh, Agatha Christie couldn't tell anything about the, like the last 40 hours of their life.
4: Yeah, Poe po had a really weird ending to his... Well, he had a really weird life to begin with, but he had a really weird ending to Dude, his life, Dude, they too. found
0: him on a park bench, and he's like, like, yeah.
4: Boston.
0: Yeah, they're like, so-and-so happened, and then he passed away, and everyone was like, wait, what happened? Yeah, he made his like a week arch, later. Yeah, he made his arch nemesis, the person he hated the most, be the person who was like the guardian of his estate. It made no sense. He was a weird cat. What about you,
4: Danok? You got a immortal hero over there? You forgot his name, didn't you? Uh, I actually had to scroll down because I couldn't remember who was next.
1: Does it have to be, like, a real person or it could be a fictional character? Real person. Well,
4: no, they don't specify. I mean, you didn't specify. I am the now. Person. I mean, I'm saying real. Real, person real just goddamn person. Real person. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. See, the question just says, who is your immortal? Who is you, immortal hero? So somebody whose memory will live on. Now the memory of a fictional character could live on. You can't use
1: Big Titty Bertha. That's not allowed. Major Tarantina. It'd be Major Benson Winifred Payne. Who the hell is that? Major Payne. (laughs) Oh okay. You're shorting up a bit. I'm like, okay, I get it. I love that guy. I love his character. He's straightforward. He's to the point. He doesn't have any bullshit about him. I really enjoy that aspect, and that's kind of try how I live my life. I try to, at least.
4: If he's in there, he ain't happy. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Ah, uh, correct. What about your article? Got an immortal hero?
5: Uh Nobody that really comes to mind. What? Like, I don't even know what that means. Is it, like, just somebody highly revered?
4: Dude, it could literally be anybody. Just someone whose memory will never die for you.
5: And, right, provided I don't get Alzheimer's.
0: Yeah, or shot in the head or something, yeah. Right. Oh my god, dude, it could literally be, like, Hawking, it could be literally anybody, too.
5: Yeah, I mean, Stephen Hawking is a good one. That dude is pretty fucking brilliant. Uh, that is a good one. Yeah, I mean, probably dudes like that. They're they're the ones who's... they're certainly the the people whose work I admire the most. Um, Einstein, obviously, probably, that's probably a good one. Einstein, that thing, that dude will not die at all, ever.
4: No, I don't think it, I don't
0: think he can give it a hundred years. Not, they'll it's, still be talking about right, it. it.
5: It's already been a hundred
4: years, man.
0: No, give it another hundred years. We'll all be dead. No one's gonna know who that is. No one's gonna <laughs> look at that. Give it hundred years.
4: It's been a hundred years. Give it another hundred years. <laughs> That's a politician reply if I ever heard one. Do you not know how artfully I can dance around the question?
3: (laughs) What about you, Zyber? What's your answer to the question, man? Well, for myself, I have two. First being uh, my late stepfather. Um, Yeah, mainly because uh, he, he stepped in where a lot of people weren't stepping in and ultimately changed the course of my life. And secondly, I would say Van Gogh, because he could take one hell of a Mm. year joke. Oh, Christ, dude.
4: Come fucking on. Jesus. Fuck, God, I love that you made that joke, but damn it. I can't. I'm I'm angry that I laughed at it.
5: Also, I second that Van Gogh notion. I really like Van Gogh.
4: So I'm surprised nobody's saying it Van Gogh. Being all (laughs) hoity-toity. It's
5: actually Van Gogh.
4: Yeah, now, now you're just trying to, like, speak Klingon. No, I'm serious. Look it up. Well, I've got, uh, I've got two myself. Um, both of them, I don't know, you might consider really, really lame. Uh, one's for a very personal reason and one's for a not very... Well, actually, both of them are pretty personal. But uh, the first one I'm going to go with is Bob Ross. <laughs> that man will never die in my mind. Ever, ever, ever. I will be 90 years old and I will be talking about a happy tree that that man made. Um, and just... Learning about, like, when I used to watch that man on PBS painting his shit out, I, I felt, like, watching him, I felt that this man has gone through some shit in his <laughs> life. Like, just watching him, I just, I looked at it and I'm like, this dude has gone through shit. Like, there is something that happened in this man's life. And later on, I found out that his actual, his wife died. And, and he was still painting, he was still doing this whole PBS show. So, like, that was years, years later that I found that out, but I just remember watching it and going, this man has gone through shit, and I don't know what it is, but this man is working through it right now. So, that he can, that he can just take just whatever shit he's gone through, revert it back, and make something so beautiful out of it is just like, that in my mind is a state I want to get to, is a state I want to be in. Um, and the second one is a way more personal and this is going to, this is, this is just going to be really, really cheap and kind of like, I don't know, maybe more opening than I want to get on this show. But my, my other one is my wife. Um, no matter what happens, I will always remember her and I will always thank her because she, she's really the sole reason why I'm still here.
3: Wait, did you just admit to killing your wife? No, it, it no, sounds like no, it's
5: in the future, in the near future, uh, right? This is like it's quite a, possibly. All
0: right, so the earliest recollection I have of your wife is give me a blood blister on my hand playing
5: air hockey. The, oh, the earliest rec is rec or uh, the earliest memory I have of Zyber is of him asking for blood, <laughs>
4: particularly mine. The her-
0: earliest memory I have of Cecil is drawing blood, so we're even.
4: Ah, <laughs> yo, that's fucking that, 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 uh, yeah, that friggin', I, I, still I still have I that bandana. That. I funny. still have that bandana. Of
0: course you do. I'm sure it's very thirsty for more because it's very rare it gets to taste
4: that kind of blood. Oh, next time it sees you, it's totally gonna draw some blood. Oh yeah. No matter whatever happens in my life, I could get Alzheimer's. I could, uh, I could get shot in the head. I will. I can guarantee that I will always, if I am who I am, I will always remember her. I guarantee you that if you get shot in the head, D is gonna have something to do
0: with it, and it's gonna be something really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably like cleaning a weapon or something. No, it's All gonna right. be modding something. You'll be modding an Xbox or
4: something like that, and it's uh, gonna happen. I'll yeah, work the metal, D. You gotta work the metal. <laughs> Alright, next question. Shit, we got some more some more to get through here. Um and I'm having trouble seeing it at the moment. Uh your favorite game is getting a modern overhaul. What game is it? Fuck me. This better be a quick question, guys. Alright, let's reverse this up.
3: Cyberblood, answer your own goddamn question. Alright, well, Um, let's see. I would say Final Fantasy VI.
4: All right, I'll take that. Final Fantasy VI. Article, what you got?
3: Uh,
5: If we're going all the way back there, I would like to see a a revamped River City Ransom. That'd be dope.
4: Man, that game, like, oh, God.
5: They made that that into a movie, and it
4: starred The Rock.
5: It's easily one of my favorite multiplayer games of all time.
4: Ooh, a bowl didn't make that movie, did he?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. No, I I thought you said... um, No, River City Ransom was not a movie. It was um, Rampage that became a movie. How the fuck did you go from River City Ransom to Rampage? (laughs) I honestly was not paying attention, and that is my bad.
5: (laughs) River City Rampage.
1: (laughs) What about you, Daymok? What game? So, some of you have played the greatest game that has ever been made and some of you... Please don't say it. ...have not. Please Eternal don't say it. Eternal darkness. Oh, okay, no, that's fine. That game that's is incredible. Game I want a remake of it so bad. Now, the gameplay aspect of it with the fighting mechanics was terrible, pain in the ass, but every fucked up psychological thing that it could do to you when you ran out of your sanity was just phenomenal. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely agreed. I'd actually
3: like to see an ET remake.
4: Hmm. <laughs> you already said that. They're one. still gonna
0: bury it in the goddamn desert. What about you, Shenzu? What do you want to see remade? Uh honestly, I I fear but would love to see a remake of Ocarina of Time. To me, Ugh. that game is absolutely perfect. Didn't it make has it? Great battle yeah, system. Yeah, they they already did that. They didn't, no, yes, did they? Really? Did. Yeah, well, it's, it's in the works. Yes. It's what's no, well, it in the works, no, but it hasn't come out yet.
1: No, no, no. It's been remade three times already.
0: No, no. They've ported it and updated the graphics, but they haven't remade it from the ground up.
1: No, you're right. Not from the ground up. It's been yeah. ported with a bunch so, of things and a lot of fixes for different systems.
0: When you say remake, I imagine they do like with what they're going to do with Final Fantasy VII. Is they tear the game completely down to the bare bones? Or right, and Two? Or Resident Evil 2, exactly. They remake it from the ground up. And I both want to see an Ocarina of Time where they take it from the ground up and they rebuild it because that game has everything I could ever want in a game. I only worry
1: about microtransactions and what gaming has become of this day and age. No, not for Ocarina of Time because you're still talking about Nintendo. Nintendo has you not are, gone into the microtransaction game. Have you played Mario Party? Oh, I don't no. think you've played Day- Mario do, Party. Day- I'm, sorry, but...
2: I'm sorry. Can I can I break the bad news? The yeah,
0: part. you should break the bad news. The next,
2: the next Mario Kart will be heavily pay-to-win.
0: It will be very heavily. Have you introduced a Nintendo Lab? Because that is pretty much pay-to-win just with cardboard.
1: So, wait, what games for the Switch have come out? Because that's the newest console that has microtransactions. I haven't seen a there's single a, one.
2: There's a whole scandal on it now. The next um, uh, Mario Kart game will have pay-to-win like loot boxes where you'll be uh, gambling for Mario Kart carts and special characters and etc.,
0: He's not wrong. He is very right in this. That's why I'm really worried because, after generations, Nintendo has finally given into the same thing that Xbox, PC, mm-hmm. PlayStation, all the other consoles have given into: micro, trans, noxions.
2: And this is gonna be worse because, like you know, the at least the AAA industry is kind of trying to stay away from pay to win.
0: Oh no! No, they're not.
2: Uh, there are there are a few companies like EA specifically who are who are aiming, no who are aiming no for EA it. is
0: like full balls deep uh, that's in what microtransactions. I'm who, are, who are
2: aiming for for pay to win? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Uh,
0: <laughs> name me. All right. So name one AAA title that is not microtransactions oriented. Name me one.
2: One AAA title that's not tran- the microtransaction oriented.
0: What is the last um, game they came out with? The oh, Witcher
2: Three. Uh, yeah.
4: Anthem. Is that a microtransaction? I don't play it, so I haven't.
0: Epic, no clue. epic, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry, not epic. Um, yeah, no, there are microtransactions. They're like fucking hell. The microtransactions. They're pretty much the same league as Destiny Two at this point in time.
4: Yeah, but Destiny Two is all like cosmetic shit. Like, you, like does nothing for the actual game.
0: Yeah, but you can also buy Glimmer with real money, which also allows you to buy certain things no, you that can. you couldn't. Yes, can you can. buy Glimmer with real money? Yeah, you can. It, yeah, Glimmer with real money. Where? Yeah, Where? absolutely.
1: That's what I did. That's why. I spent What's the like dollars um, on it? No, no. Yeah, okay, you buy glimmer with real money.
0: Yeah, there's when glimmer. That and then What's the other transaction too? Type they have? They have another transaction that allows you to buy things like
4: weapons and things like that. You can no, otherwise no. You can't acquire. buy any weapons. You can buy cosmetics skins. And, and you can't buy. You no, know, you can skins. buy skins. skins. Yeah, skins. No, skins. no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You cannot buy Dances. glimmer. You can buy silver dust, which is all cosmetic related. You can't turn right, into glimmer. All right, fair enough. Silver dust. Um,
1: no, no. We can build no, sli- that's not true because. I spent real money to get the fastest speeder in the damn game.
0: Okay, oh, right. there you go, speeder. That counts. Speeder does count as a skin. It does enable stuff.
4: Okay, okay. So, but yeah, but a speeder doesn't do dick for you. That's it okay. doesn't speeder races. I, it's, it's not
1: cosmetic at all. It increased my speed to the maximum speed where everybody right. And else Right, they do is have capped.
0: those races.
4: They do have the races too. But you too. get those to try. Yeah, but the thing is, they haven't even done races in Stop Destiny Two yet. Stop C- defending
0: Yeah, absolutely, they have. What was the in what Destiny was the, Two? Yes. When? At Destiny One and Two. They offer the what's the event? Okay, I honestly Destiny don't play this anymore.
4: But it's called the Sparrow R- Late Racing League. Yeah, I and they still seen. have
0: a variant event in Destiny Two.
4: When? When did that come out? I don't remember
0: what it, it was. Been a there from the very first beginning of it. No, it not, has not been. If I google right now spare racing and destiny 2 and it's a thing,
4: uh, I'll right. slap you. Go- google it and tell me because I that means I missed a whole fucking ton of it. The only way I know that you can pay real money and get glimmer is by buying by buying silver dust and then turning around and purchasing the different things, getting a random drop from it that you can then sell for glimmer, which is the like ass backwards way of doing it.
2: Honestly, but that, that that is the way they did it. Actually, Archeage, uh was heavily dependent on kind of doing that kind of thing, and I think people calculated that uh, you could pay about three million dollars to uh, pay to win your character, and people did it. Unfortunately, yeah, spare
0: racing is a thing in Destiny Two. It's actually available now, right now. PS, PS4, and Xbox One, and this was as far as uh, two years ago. Was when this article in was released in Destiny Two. In Destiny Two, yeah, two years ago. It's been it's been around for about two years. Right, I don't know le- what you're doing.
4: Link, link that shit because I know that I'm not that far out of touch. I know I haven't been playing Destiny a lot. I'm not that far out of touch with Destiny.
1: Uh, that part I don't know, but I am sitting here googling Mario Kart loot boxes, and there's only only stupid ass YouTubers speculating on loot boxes nothing announced there's, from any major site
2: see that's the thing is that there's there's the japanese version of it which shows you video footage of it
0: isn't uh they're gonna make loot boxes illegal in the united states or supposedly there's gonna be a bill to introduce that
2: right the, the bill is going to be introduced and, and then they have to decide whether or not uh th- what they're gonna do from there
1: No, when we'll move it, on
2: to the next question yeah
1: if you're looking at it though like the mobile game of Mario Kart has loot boxes and all of that because the base game is free, and then if you want extra stuff. But as far as the game coming out for the Switch and any next-gen console, there is no kind of loot box reported at all. All right, the only thing that i found for Sparrow Racing League on Destiny 2 are
4: <laughs> rumors. So if you've got some shit that actually shows it came to Destiny 2... You gotta link that, otherwise I am calling Boshi on you.
1: Now, still, Destiny 2 still has a quite pay-to-win aspect of it. Not crazy, but when I did I spent 40 bucks on the game, I really enjoyed it. I also bought the fastest speeder. That speeder being faster than everybody else's allowed me to go from the the I don't know what the damn things were called, like the victory things. Where you jump from one to the next. The, the, next. the public <laughs> events? Yes. The, pub- the one where you can fast travel between them? No, you can't because they're off of the fast travel ones. <laughs> okay. So I was able to get to those. wait Hold on,
4: hold on. I want to back that up. You're saying that Destiny 2 is pay to win because you were able to get to a public event four seconds faster than I was.
1: I wasn't arguing that it's completely pay to win. I was just saying... I did pay money, I got the faster speeder, and I was able to get more rewards at the very end of everything.
2: I mean, if it's only a four-second difference, it's not really that pay-to-win. I
1: was gonna say, yeah, there, there's no
4: pay-to-win aspect of Destiny or Destiny But
2: Tour. I will say that uh, on the same hand, there's a even convenience, there's a level of convenience that ends up becoming a pay-to-win issue, and that's when I, I reference back to Black Desert, and I warned you, when you have that level of pay uh, to win conv- or convenience, it does become a, a, a hindrance to players who don't who don't have that access.
4: All right, I just reached out to uh, to my destiny guru, Chaz Almighty oh, oh, oh sorry, Chaz Almsey um, and he has confirmed that Sparrow Racing League has definitely not come to Destiny 2 and is definitely not returning. So I have no clue what you're what you're on there, Shinzu, but you are 100 percent wrong.
0: I actually just got back from taking a piss, so it could be wrong. I just literally just read the title of it. I haven't played Destiny two because, in my opinion, it's a terrible game.
4: Well, that, that's fine, and and you're 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 I... you're entitled to your opinion. That's fine, but when you're throwing out bad information, that's where I gotta like throw down and be like, "Whoa!" Okay, I hit the break. I really
5: I really like the opening of Destiny two, like that whole everything's under attack what the fuck like that's pretty cool
4: oh I mean, that opening scene was pretty impressive it was
0: we can also look at it, the fact that like if spare racing is not returning then spare racing is destiny so i don't know
4: yeah okay you're just trying to dig your hole out now i see it you should just back up and quiet down there i
0: mean i buck. honestly think that destiny doesn't take about
3: 20 percent off that squirrely dan yeah, you might try to take about 16 right off the top <laughs> their squirrely dan
0: tell me destiny and destiny 2 were good games at launch, tell me both those games were good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, whoa, now, whoa.
4: Now, 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 hold on, hold on. Now you're making <clears throat> qualifiers. Tell me at launch. All right, now you're making qualifiers so that you can be right. So we're going to move on. I'm saying I'm right. I'm saying, all right, No, I no, will, no. I'll we're going to move on so that I, we don't whoa, dig whoa, you a whoa, hole that you can't whoa, get out of.
1: Whoa, I never played the first Destiny because I watched people play it, and it, the first Destiny game was shit. I did because Cecil <laughs> and Zyber and a couple other people said, let's play Destiny 2 at launch. It See, they over. were wrong. No. At launch, Destiny 2 was a shit ton of fun. It is when it got to the first expansion that, thank you, Zyber, you did buy me the expansion pack, and I appreciate that, but the expansions were fucking garbage. At launch, I actually really enjoyed Destiny 2. It wasn't
0: that much of a game to play with, though.
1: I
2: mean, it had it had plenty of content to, to last you for a while, but it did hit that barrier where it was kind of like, uh, there's nothing else to do. What am I playing so
4: the, the The problem with Destiny 2 is that when it launched, it had a shit ton of stuff to do. It just had no incentive to do it. They pulled the carrot away, so there was no real reason to chase any of that content. Yeah. I
5: never made it past that first little like, encampment that you, that you come across.
4: Oh, like, the farm?
5: I like reached there, and then I was like, fuck this game. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
5: It did not take long for me to burn
4: out on that fucking game. Yeah, they, that's-
0: when they announced Destiny three, I will not. going to skip it entirely.
4: No, yeah. that's probably a good call. Yeah, because what they've done with so what well, that's the long. So let, let's let's continue on with this question. So, uh, have you already given Shinzo, Have you already given your uh, your what game you want to be rem- Oh, you said Ocarina of yeah, Time, Ocarina so it's Time, potassium yeah. hydroxide now. What game would you want to see?
2: Oof. Well, it's it's kind of tough because I'd say. Black Desert has already been remastered in terms an updated format. Um, and then Final Fantasy VII is coming out soon. So, you know, that's one of my favorite games of all time. Right. And oh,
5: my God.
2: I, I guess if I had to say one that isn't, like, in the works at the moment, maybe Final Please Fantasy... Please say Chocobo N- Dungeon. I'm going to say Final Fantasy 9 I'm, I'm a big fan of Final Fantasy Nine.
4: Man, is there no love for Final Fantasy 8 I, no. like no.
2: I don't like. I don't like. There really isn't <laughs> any. <laughs> if you if you could
5: turn your sword into a gun, you would just have a gun. Oh, no, with all that extra shit.
0: So, like, even even if I had a secondary choice, it still would not be Final Fantasy VIII. It, would, it yeah. would be Illusion of Gaia. It yes. would not be Final Fantasy VIII. Final Fantasy VIII appears somewhere list.
2: Like Legends of Dragon. Anyone remember that game? Yes. Oh god. Oh hell yeah. What's your remake of that game?
4: Yeah. So yeah. I would actually want to see. So there's a battle system in a game called Legends of Legaya that I really dug because it reminded me of 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 uh, Sabin in Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> I love Sabin. That you had, dude, and you had to do these button <laughs> patterns to make his attacks, like the pummel attack. Like I still remember how to do that. Yeah. yeah
2: it's fucking
0: great. It was the Ru Ken thing.
4: Legend, Legends of Legaya had this uh, like the like this pattern that you did in it. And each pattern that you did did different damage, so you had to, like, learn them. Now, you could cheat and just look up the best patterns and, yeah, fuck you, you suck. Or you could actually figure them out yourself and, and do it all. So that's the game I want to see remade. That was a fun game.
5: You remember that that weird dude in the, what was it, the Velt, the, the Kin? Oh, uh, Gawk or whatever his name was, his name was G-A-W-K? Like, it was, like, G-A-U, I thought. It was, like, Gow or whatever. Oh, maybe it was Gao, yeah, okay. I once played around through Final Fantasy 3 at the time. Um, and I made it to the Velt and I was like, yo, you should go jump out there and, and learn some new traits or whatever, right? That was the last time I saw him.
3: <laughs> Never came back. He said, Peace, I'm out.
5: <laughs> I was like, what the fuck?
3: You didn't give him any meat rations properly.
5: No, I did it was this was well after that. He was, like, level 46 or some shit. And I was just going there to try and get all the enemy, uh, like, traits that he could learn.
3: And then he just vanished. I was like, what the well, fuck? He just well, hold on. Me. He found an Atma weapon, said, fuck you guys, I'm having fun. Well, we got well no, if, he, if, he was, if it was article playing, there were Atma weapons from the beginning.
5: Yeah, That see, that might have been the problem. I was going to say, that might have been the problem, Is Game Genie code might have been fucking with some stuff.
0: So, you know, honestly... The game I want to see remade is Star Tropics because I want to hear my brothers scream in agony again.
5: Right. Those fucking games.
4: Moving on. Next question. Um, if TPC poached Blue Shark 45, would anybody really care? And if we lost blue, does that mean we're stuck with Damoc peeing between our legs?
3: Who the fuck is blue?
4: <sighs> yeah, who's this blue guy you're talking about?
3: Blue I Shark. I don't know. I I I saw it pop up in uh the lounge a few times so i figured you know why not let's roll with it
4: uh well on a serious note yes somebody would care i would i would care who the um, hell are you i don't know who am i really who am i that's the ultimate question
1: and Damok is always going to be peeing between our legs so dude i'm getting really fucking good at it i got no splash damage no nothing you tuck <laughs> your shit back we got this what if i want to tuck it up though not back He's got zip uh, ties. It all works out. If you tuck it up, dude, I cannot promise that I will not piss directly on your balls. I'm okay
4: with that. That's my fetish.
5: All right. No, we don't need to go into that. Let's move on. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Next question. Yeah, I like uh, that. Let's, not avo- let's avoid water sports. Let's continue on. <laughs> now we know all the funny comics comedians are dead. If you could resurrect one comic, who would it be? I'm answering first, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, I very was. nice. That was going to be articles as well. Eh. No, Mitch Hedberg right away, dude. Because man, that dude. Every single time I watched him, I laughed my balls off. Every single time I per- turned on one of his like recorded shows, I laughed my balls off. I can't say that about any other comedian. Like, I, I, I can, I can honestly say that I've seen work by every single comedian and. Like, every single comedian I can think of, and I I can think of work that I never laughed at. With Mitch Hedberg, everything he, everything he did, I laughed at.
5: Yeah, Mitch Hedberg, is, he had a really unique way of thinking.
4: Yeah, it was all like, I don't want to say one-liners, but it was all like like deadpanning. Yeah. You know, even when he's talking about, like, fucking, fucking ants. I mean, I had an ant farm once, they didn't farm shit. Yeah. And if you tore their legs off, they looked like snowmen. Like, like that right there it's like you stop he just deadpans it and you have to think about it for a second and it's like a slow bullet you're just like woo and then they hit you and you're like that was funny you
5: yeah, hate a gift man
4: <laughs> me and my friends we got high in in a forest and we saw a bear so i immediately ran up and said i vow to prevent forest fires after we stopped running, I looked at my friend and said, "Wow, Smokey is way more intense in person. He's an asshole. I fucking love that guy." Anyway, potassium hydroxide. What about you? You have somebody you want to resurrect? I'm gonna say Rodney Dangerfield. Ugh. I get Very no respect. Nice. No, no respect. Re- no
2: respect. Oh, come on. It's,
5: I, you have I to. I no
2: love over here. I mean, I. It's I, I a good one. I enjoyed Rodney Dangerfield's uh, comedy and loved him in his movies. So. I'm to go with. That's a good one. He back made, to
5: school. remember that one? Yeah. He made good appearances.
2: Yeah, it's just he's it great.
4: Man, that, that is a good one. What about you? Uh, what about you, Shenzu? What do you got? Robin Williams. If, Man, you know hurts. what? Like I, I, so so I. Hang thought... on, before
0: you even get off in your tangent, like I love Robin Williams, but also I realized how much work he put in. Like we wouldn't be in the situation we are with Will Smith playing the genie in Aladdin right now in the live action adaptation. If Robin Williams was still alive,
4: yeah. So here's my problem, and this, and I actually thought about Robin Williams, and I, and I decided against Robin Williams for the simple fact that Robin Williams was an amazing comedian, but that man was so, like, he suffered from a level of depression that I don't know how he managed to to function as a human being, let alone be that person. And I, but the only reason I wouldn't want to bring him back is because he would still be that same guy, and I wouldn't want anybody to suffer like that. And, like, you're talking about Mitch Hegberg, right?
0: The guy who was a constant, like, dependent upon, like, cocaine and shit. Yeah, but that but he killed
4: himself by overdosing. That's, like, I being dependent drugs. on drugs.
0: He made a mistake and overdosed him. He killed himself having fun.
4: Yeah, being, yeah right? de- being dependent on drugs is way, way different than being stuck in a black hole of depression. So, right, Robin Williams killed himself,
0: but is there any way of saying that Mitch Hedberg overdosed or overdosed on purpose? Nobody
5: will ever know. I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used
4: to. It fucking took me a second to realize you were jumping into a Hedberg right there. God damn it. That's why I fucking love that guy. Yeah, but, like, okay, so I, I get what you're saying. Like, we don't know that he didn't overdose on purpose, but we can jump to the logical conclusion that nobody looked at it and said, wow, this fucker is depressed and he killed himself. With Robin Williams, there was a lot of evidence pointing towards this man is depressed. I mean, there was a himself. lot of
0: evidence, but there was also a lot of him smiling and joking and laughing. I mean, he legit just did a commercial introducing – because he named his daughter Zelda because he loved the, that, the ser- series so much that no one really guessed that like three months after he did this uh, thing that – his you know, uh, the same thing with uh the singer from Lincoln Park. Oh, Chester, yeah. Yeah, yeah Chester. That was no probable. one saw that coming. Well, dude, and like, yeah. Everyone could act now. But like honestly, ask yourself when you when you heard that Rob Williams had committed suicide or when you heard Jester Williams committed suicide in that moment, would you have said, "Yeah, I saw that coming," or you may have like,
4: "Shit, I didn't realize that." Then after you sat down and thought about it, you are like, "Crap, I really saw that coming." So with Chester, no, I did not see that coming. With Robin Williams, I absolutely saw that coming. In fact, it was probably about, it was probably about a year earlier. I said, I was talking to somebody and I said, "Man, I can't believe Robin Williams is still with us." And I said it anecdotally, just just kind of like. Man, that mean that, it was like Bob Ross. Like I looked at Robin Williams and I said that man has been through some sort of shit in his life that he is trying to work through, and he's using comedy to work through it. Same way I looked at Bob Ross and I said that man has been through some shit and he is using painting to make it through it. I like, I I I don't want to say that I called it, but I I felt that there was something going on with Chester. Though I had no fucking clue. And looking back, you're exactly right. Looking back, listening to music. Okay, there was something going on there, but like the other one that like blew me away, that really caught me off guard was Chris Cornell. Like that, I, did I honestly not
0: I saw that one coming. No. I saw Chris Cornell coming. I didn't see, I honestly did not see Rob Williams coming because it was someone who plays comedy as a regular bit, and you have to do so much across the spectrum. They have to do comedy, you have to do depression, you have to do anger, you have to do forgiveness, you have to basically do the five stages. I legit did not see it coming, especially because he had a daughter and he poured so much in the fact that he cared about his daughter.
4: He cared about his family. I couldn't see about. I couldn't see him leaving that behind. But that's the thing is that the reason I could see that is because I can relate to that because I use comedy as a defense mechanism a lot of the time, and I can see that. I do too,
0: but at the same time, like I wouldn't leave my girlfriend behind. I wouldn't leave my parents behind
4: at the same time. But like, I I get that he. Yeah, but, but you're you're in a different state than, than he was, man. You just you're in a different state.
0: I mean that's relative depending upon like I don't know Well, he's in Vermont and you're in
3: Virginia. Right. But what what do your relatives have to do with it? I said it's a relative uh, Ha, ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Damn
3: it.
4: Zing
0: Zinga baga baga. All
4: right. Uh, uh do the article, do we get to you? I don't think so. Who, who'd you bring back? No, we didn't.
5: Who would I bring back that
4: has died? Comedian.
5: Oh, yeah, comedian. 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 Um, uh, Prince, so we can have the De Chappelle skit. <laughs>
4: that would be impressive.
5: Can we just bring back, like, if, what if that person hasn't died, but their career has?
4: Oh. That way fucking, I will allow got? it. Who you got? I will allow
0: it. Let's hear who we got before we judge how brutal this was. Louis C.K.
2: <laughs> oh, dude, come on. I, you know like,
0: what? I will allow this. If you could resurrect Louis C.K. before he made his mistakes, I would allow that's it. Dude, like, he, he had that Netflix special, though. Like, he had that Netflix special. So to he, be fair, yeah. the Netflix special was shot fa- months before yeah. this whole scandal took place.
5: Yeah, yeah. That was all done way well before. Um, but that's what all I mean. Right. Like, I missed that dude. That was, that was like one of the few comedians. And thank, thank God we still have Dave Chappelle. Holy shit.
0: Like, honestly, could you imagine being Lucy K, though, looking to uh, Weinstein, looking at that, going, fuck, I hope they don't know about me. And then some girl comes forward, and he's like, shit, I can't stop this now.
5: Well, I think him and Weinstein were very different instances. But, yeah, I see your point.
0: I mean, really? I don't, like, yeah, in circumstances, absolutely. But in it happening, not really.
5: The the difference is Weinstein has been accused of of literal rape for which there seems to be credible evidence. Uh,
0: yeah, I'll, I'll admit for both right. male and female. Yeah, uh, CK yeah. is
3: getting accused of whipping his dick out. That's about it. But I, I from
5: what I've heard, and
3: well, I don't whipping know.
0: Whipping his dick out I don't know
5: if, whacking it I, in front of the person. Right. I yes. haven't looked closely enough at any of the details to know which of this is actual fact, but from what I gather, uh, Louis CK basically asked the women, like, hey, you know, you want to watch me jerk off or and they, it seems like they mostly responded yes, thinking it was a joke or whatever.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, they never asked if they were in the splash zone.
1: Uh, so he when you come got, to Waterworld, you should expect to get wet. He got in a bunch of trouble <laughs> and it was the whole thing. But like even Sarah Silverman came out and said like, yeah, dude was kind of weird. He would ask if he could jerk off. And they would be like, uh, "Yeah," and then he would whip it out and he would jerk off. And Sarah Silverman, when I don't agree with the question because I think there's plenty of comics still alive. Uh, yeah, she said yes, and she's watched him jerk off a couple times and admitted to it and defended him. That's all I'm saying.
0: I mean,
5: like, I would like you know to what make a comeback. And
0: if you ask a comic, a, co- a comedian, if he like, "Hey, would you like to watch me toss some salad?" and you say yes, you kind of gotta
5: know what you're getting into. Yeah, you can't, like, I mean, get upset about it later on, being like, I said yes, and then he whipped his dick out. And it's like, yeah, that, that's exactly what's going to happen. happen. <laughs> it's
4: called consent. You said okay. Yeah, like, like, and, and like when you, you go to McDonald's this, and, you, and they yeah. ask you, would you like fries with that? And you say yes. You can't get pissed that you got
5: fries. I want to make it clear that I don't know if the allegations were worse than that. This, from the ones I have seen, this is all I know. So if there, if there are allegations that are much more heinous in nature, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not aware of them. But uh, given what I know, I would like to see him make a comeback. All right. What I you, Zyber? Who would you
4: bring back?
3: Well, I got a twofer because they're a great duo when they would work together. That is uh, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Ooh.
4: Oh, yeah. That's actually Ooh. a really good choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thought there, man. Man, I wouldn't knee jerk with Mitch Hedberg, but that's a that's that's way better. <laughs> Alright, moving on. We got we got a couple more oh, we got a few more questions. No to no to no, bullshit. Damok did not get an answer.
3: I oh, shit, I was trying to bypass you. Oh, what does it matter? You don't agree with the question.
1: No one cares about Damok. God damn it.
3: Alright, Damok, what do you got us?
4: I oh, don't
1: fuck. agree with the question because I still think that Sarah Silverman is hilarious. Jim Jeffries is hilarious. Burt Crazy. Who
0: the hell is Silver Silverman? She's not
2: Silverman. funny to me.
0: Oh,
5: she not hasn't funny. been funny like in like that. thirty years. Move like on. That dark-haired Jewy comedian. Oh, so she's Jew-y? the female
3: version of Adam Sandler. I get you. Anti-Semitic, dude. Did you? Did you actually just say Jewy? Yeah,
5: she's Jewy.
3: She's Jewy like Chewy. Oh Jewish.
5: Christ!
1: But like, Mark, like her, her, who, who you got, right, man? That's like who like her you I can bring back anybody. It's George Carlin. Yeah. Oh, uh, that, yeah. yeah. Good
4: choice. Yeah, George Carlin was a great comedian. Yeah, that's a really good choice. That's actually better than Zybers. Yeah that that man would that that man had such a like such a great mind
0: i honestly so like if you brought him back to life i'm pretty sure he would have a heart attack about the current state of our government because he would know which way to go with his jokes oh yeah he would just drop dead like he would come (laughs) back to life just to drop dead You'd bring him back to life and like he would stare at the cnn or fox news for like a week and just literally his heart would explode not knowing which direction to take it a week he'd Uh, probably watch it for
4: five minutes and his brain would explode i said 24 hours
5: See, I see now. I didn't know there was a derogatory or offensive connotation to Jewy.
0: <laughs> I mean, all right. So some people like i you order a steak and you're like, it's kind of chewy. And sometimes you order a person. And you're like, it's kind of
4: chewy. And then sometimes you order a cigarette and it's kind of chewy.
5: Yeah. I, I think it's more her. I think I've heard her say it. Um, And I think that that's where I picked that up.
3: Well, that's that's like, you know, some people being able to use certain words and others not. I just, I'm just kind of like, you know, I was
0: going to invite my friend over for Christmas, but
4: he's kind of Jewy. Oh, Christ. Moving on. All right. Icy asked the question (laughs) if you could torture one person and you could completely get away with it. Who would you choose and why? Jesus Christ. Why did you guys music. ask questions
3: that are, like, <laughs> normal.
4: really simple yes or no <laughs> type of <laughs> shit? I'll go, I'll Damn. go.
3: I would torture Icy because he asked a question like this. All right. Oh, l- what about you, Article?
5: Motherfucking Osama Bin Laden. Dude can get He's already dead, isn't he? Yeah, but I'm assuming we could kind of...
0: Yeah, I'm assuming the question did not say alive or dead, so yeah. I'm assuming it could be anybody so you want So you're
4: just gonna grab a dead dude and torture yeah, him. Yeah, fine. Hitler's bones. <laughs> <laughs> no. Man, if we're if we're doing that, I'm dry docking him. Like seriously skull fucking the shit out of that guy. What about you, Dave Hawk? Uh
1: Muhammad Gandhi. Oh, that's fucked up. Although <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why?
1: It is not fucked up. That, oh my that, god, he is not a good person at all. Whatsoever. No, this is kind of like the uh, this is kind of like the uh, Mother Teresa. Right, you're cutting
0: thing. this part of the show where he just literally said Muhammad.
5: Well, this is like the the uh, Mother Teresa thing. Like, apparently, their Mother Teresa didn't believe in like pain medication and thought like children's suffering was a sign of God or some stupid shit.
1: Yeah, like he convinced hundreds of thousands of people to just literally walk in and get brutalized and be like oh it's okay if you guys all die it's going to be for a better cause so go ahead and die in horrendous fucking ways but yeah it's okay it's cool don't worry about it guys
2: did you just mix horrendous and uh...
1: yeah i'm pretty sure you (laughs) just made up some words there i'm okay with
4: it but i'm really drunk at this moment yeah i've been drinking (laughs) yeah i've been drinking again what about you shinzu I honestly, I can,
0: I don't have an answer for this because there are so many people and so many questions I have that I'd love to ask people. I couldn't pin them down, and say yes, because I would love to ask so many questions over so many people that have committed so many horrible things in this country. I honestly, in the world, I couldn't pin down an exact person. All right. Also, I'll, I'll on the flip side on great
4: things as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whoever you potassium hydroxide, who would you torture?
2: Can I can I say, the Don Don King? Yeah, I mean, you can yeah. say whatever what do you want? Don King. I guess I gotta ask why, though. Uh, more specifically, I've been looking a lot more into boxing and into and, and the careers of, like, Muhammad Ali and... Um, yeah, he fucked over a lot of people. He fucked over everyone. He's, a, he's, like, the biggest con man ever in terms of...
0: Have you watched the last season of Game of Thrones?
4: Is Don King in it?
0: <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, a lot of people kind of got fucked over. I heard it
5: ends <laughs> with, with a sex scene... Between George R. R. Martin, George Lucas, a stormtrooper, oh, no. and Indiana Jones.
4: I mean, good? you're not I'm wrong. There, I'm watching it right Except,
0: now. Except uh, R. R. Martin wasn't a part of it because technically he has nothing to do because he hasn't finished the last two books because he's I don't know. There's a reason why. But George Lucas was there and he was fucking Indiana Jones, who also in turn was fucking a stormtrooper. I love it. I'm there.
5: Yeah. Wait, Martin had nothing to do with the last.
0: No. No. So HBO what? had has so the HBO series had eclipsed the books, and the last I think the last two seasons. Correct me if I'm wrong because I really haven't read the books. But the last two seasons have been pretty much just the writers reading what the previous books had been and kind of speculating on
1: where it would go. Correct, very, so, very much so. It was the the D and D guys or whatever. After season one through four were by the book. Then they got into one more book that could have lasted two seasons. Initially, Game of Thrones was supposed to be 12 seasons long. And then they cut it down to 10 seasons. Then the directors cut it down to even more with the producers because the wolf and the dragons cost too much in the CGI budget. They cut it. But after season four, season five had a touch of George R.R. Martin. He was on set and helping them work through some of the stuff that they had fucked up. And then after that, season six, had a. they sat down with him. They talked through it, but he was not on set. Season seven was fucking horrible because they said, screw it, we can do better than the books. And then season eight was just a fucking massacre of garbage.
0: Yeah, like honest to God, season eight felt like it was so fucking rushed. And at the end of it, I was like, really? That's what you got to ignore everything the books put in. Everything the previous season had built to you, are going to completely ignore it. You're going to pull a fucking Star Wars on me. So, so, fucking guess. So, wait a minute.
4: Are you guys torturing the writers of Game of Thrones now? Like, I'm trying to figure out how this relates to the question.
0: (laughs) Throw them on a fucking. You know, I will absolutely question. I will torture the writers of the last season, actually, the last two seasons of Game of Thrones.
2: Oh, it's, Why it's not? Because place.
0: I can't think of anyone else, but like oh, that hurt me kind of because i never read the books, but I love the series. To be fair, they, to be fair,
2: they had a to timeline fair. to meet, and they wanted to, and they had to make, make a deadline. So it's not yeah, spirally.
0: only because like, so legitimately, like I don't know if it was HBO saying you have to wrap this up in X amount of episodes and X amount of seasons, nope. or if the writers were like, yeah, we're done, or if the actors were like, yeah, we're done after this. Nope, nope. I don't nope. know what it was. It
1: was the producers entirely. The writers and the producers are the same people. They. Call call them D&D, and it took me for fucking ever to figure out how D&D, like, how Dungeons & Dragons was ruining Game of Thrones (laughs) until I realized what D&D actually stood for when they're talking about Game of Thrones. They had a fucking huge budget. They had a hey, we're gonna sign you on for 12 seasons. Then they lowered it to 10. Then they said, we can do better than the books, let's lower it to 8. And they fucked it all up entirely. That legitimately, those people should be fucking tortured.
0: My main concern is really is that they took like this 12th season and now they're doing a bunch of spin-offs involving Game of Thrones. So I'm wondering if
3: like part of the budget for Game of Thrones has gone into the spinoffs. So all the, the spin-offs, spinoffs are, spin-offs are, are being, uh, you know, turned to the shit table and flushed. No. I don't know. Are they not I'm, coming out I'm anymore? I'm still
4: very confused.
3: Like, yeah, like, so
4: let's let's go on here. Yeah, Hold let's, on. Damoc, who this. would you torture? Oh,
1: we already said that. Muhammad Gandhi. Okay. Article. Did, did I get you?
5: Yeah, I think I said something about Hitler's bones. I can't really remember. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was something about <laughs> yeah, skull doc, Hitler's
0: no. bones. Okay, Some what about you, Zyber? Oh, did we Osama. catch
3: you? Um, no. Okay, but, who, would you, who would you torture? Oh, uh, let's see. Um... Actually, yeah, I did. I said icy, but you know that was in tongue in cheek. Fuck! I went um, the wrong
4: way. Potassium hydroxide. Did we get you? Yeah, we went through a potassium
3: yeah,
0: yeah.
4: peroxide.
3: So who hasn't gone? You are the only one who hasn't oh, gone.
4: Shit!
0: Stop drinking less and hey, ask questions more. Cecil,
3: you forgot to mention what you're drinking. Oh, fuck you! Wildly. So state I, of I'm- games. <laughs>
4: I'm gonna torture myself for completely fucking up that segment of
3: questions. That's who I'm gonna torture.
4: I'm just gonna I'm gonna lay myself right on down on the rack, and I'm just gonna break myself on the rack.
3: So All your right. girlfriend. But not what acquired, are you drinking?
4: Then? Next question: What's the most petty thing you have ever did to get back at someone? Ooh, that's a good Cecil. Question. What's your state of games? Fuck you. So potassium hydroxide. What's the What's the most petty thing you've ever done to get back at
2: someone? Oh man. Let's me I I would have to think about that. Um All right, we'll come back to you. Yeah, what about you?
4: What about you Shinzu? Never letting they
0: let it, ne- never letting my brothers get the ultimate sword in the uh fuck Legend you of Zelda. four
4: swords moving on Damoc. What, what's the most petty thing <laughs> you've is ever done to back them? At me.
1: No fucking comment. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. You got to have something in there. Oh, I've done some very petty things in my life, but fuck no, I'm not discussing them here.
4: <laughs> dude, you'll talk about slaying a dragon, but you won't talk about the petty shit you've done?
3: Damoc, do you have an older and younger you'll brother? You'll talk about uh, tonguing a shitty asshole, but you won't talk about petty shit?
1: Oh, dude, I will tongue an asshole any fucking day, dude. I'll hit that shit from every fucking way. I will fucking slay a dragon if I have to again. Not a problem. And if it involves my dick, which I'm very proud of. Uh, Yeah, I'm good to go. If it doesn't involve my dick and or my stupidity, we're good. You want (laughs) to talk about petty shit? I have done some things that I am so far ashamed of that (laughs) can never be mentioned.
0: You got to own your petty shit, man. Like, do you have siblings? you have an older and a younger brother?
1: I have a younger sister.
4: Then you fucking don't know petty. Fuck off. (laughs) All right. Moving it on. Article. What's the, what's the pettiest shit you've done?
5: Um, make me proud. Make me proud. Make you proud? I don't. I don't really know. I mean, it's, aside from when I if when I was like a very small kid or whatever, in between my siblings, like I can't really think of anything. But like I should say, in
0: between any siblings.
5: Ever since, well, no. Ever since I grew up, like about eighteen, I just like revenge is not one of those things that I like I don't really spend any energy on it
0: I can tell you he's full of shit (laughs) how so I'll give you a spoon so you can eat my ass
5: you deserve that
0: (laughs) (laughs) you petty (laughs) motherfucker (laughs)
4: Uh oh Oh, shit alright Zyber What's what's the pettiest shit you've done to get back at someone
3: well, I, uh, I have this older brother that's a real asshole. Um, I, know,
4: I know who you're talking about. Yeah,
3: yeah. And, you know, he'd come in my room, you know, beat me up, take my uh, game system and go to his friends. So, you know, after getting it back and he's like, oh, you know, I'm not going to do it again. I said, okay, whatever. I put uh, needles, thumbtacks and shit in his pillow. <laughs> that's
4: awesome okay can i tell you the (laughs) pettiest shit that d has ever done no d's not here you can't answer for him
0: i mean fair enough but i know what his answer would be
4: Uh, i don't know he's done some pretty petty shit since then really you think Mm -hmm. oh yeah dude i love i love d so all right i gotta i gotta give me you gotta give me a chance here so the pettiest shit i have ever done has actually been super recently um and, and this is, let me, let me explain this before you're like, that's not petty. So the pettiest shit I ever did was I waited and I waited patiently because a coworker of mine that actually used to be somebody who reported to me, called me up and said, Hey, um, Hey, how you doing? All friendly as shit. Haven't heard from the man in almost two years. Called me up. It's like, Hey, can, uh, you know, uh, can I, use you as a." Can I use you? No, no, not him. Can I use you as a reference on, uh, 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 for, for a work reference? And I sat there and I thought about it for a good second. And I just went, I don't think I would be the best work reference for you. And the response back was, well, you know, you, you were there, you saw my work ethic, and I thought about this man's work ethic. And I went, yeah, I don't think I would be the best work reference for you. And I just sat there and thought about that, and normally I'm a pretty nice guy, and I'm, I'll, am i I'll, I'll, like, if I, if I know you in any way, shape, or form, I'll talk good shit about you, because I always try to find the best in people, but this man that I talked to, there was nothing, and, and, and it's funny, because usually, as I said, I find the best I can in people, and I say, hey, look, even, even if they're, even if they're the most stubborn person in the world, I will flip that around and say, hey, look, stubbornness is a fucking... Like a quality you want, they are going to do something good with that. I always try to flip that shit around, but this dude, like when I left,
0: talked shit about me. So keep in mind, the first time I met Cecil, apparently my best quality was the fact
4: that I bled. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. A good bleeder is uh, is always great. I'm to say so, yeah. So th- so so my 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 most petty shit that I did was I waited, and I waited because I knew. And I don't know how I knew, but I knew this guy was going to call on me and be like, hey, can I use you as a reference? And I knew he was going to need me to do it. And I just said, no, I don't think I'd be the best guy for a
1: reference for you. See, I don't think that's petty at all because if in a work situation, I've had some of the uh, former technicians that I had hired for a project come back and be like, hey, Daybok, can I use you as a reference? No. No the fuck you cannot, because you're a piece of shit and you were garbage across the board. And we're talking about Mr. Seaman guy and we're talking about a Mr. Gray. <laughs> <Mr. and laughs> that like, I was like who? Oh okay. is that the lube? Yeah, is that the lube that's, guy? Yeah. That's the lube guy. Yep. <laughs> and, and and I'm
4: assume I'm assuming that you're also talking about Turkey Vulture guy. Oh yeah. I'm talking about
1: Turkey Vulture. Because he hit me up several times because he had got offered a job. Uh, with the new company that took over, and I immediately said, absolutely fucking not. And they went, oh, so he blew me up for a while. Hey, can I use his reference? No. No, you can't. Why wouldn't you say yes to that? They had shit-ass work ethic. They did not actually do work. They got multiple complaints, and somebody had some shit stolen from them, even though it wasn't quote-unquote stolen. It was definitely like, yeah...
3: But that opens up the field for you to burn them to the person that uh, wants to hire them. But,
4: but I'm not that petty. That's the problem, is that I'm, I am I can be, like, oh, that's that the petty. most petty I can get. I am not that petty where I'm going to purposefully sabotage yeah. them. Well, I think I'm depends. just going to be like, dude, you need to go find somebody else.
0: Yeah, that's approaching politician petty at that point in time.
4: Well, it, you got to consider, like, I guess
5: base level, did they actually do their job? You know, if, were they actually, no. like, valuable? Yeah, no. Well, if that, no, if they the did answer, not do their job. If the answer to that question, then, is no, then you have to think they're going to be a drain no matter where, pretty much no matter where they go. So maybe they need to be not, pushed Not
4: out. only did they not do their job, they actually, like... Detract, right. Like, so, like, they purposefully burned me when all I tried to do was help. Right. And it's like, you know what? I did everything I possibly could, and you were a pivotal person in getting me fired so yeah you can't use me as a reference it's <laughs> the problem is you didn't hire me
5: so you know see, see that's the, the that's i would call that poetic justice if he's the guy that got you fired and then he asked you for a reference and you were like i wouldn't want to do that wait a minute i could say whatever the fuck i want and then be like yeah but yes, his position
0: though know? like that's that's kind of dangerous water to kind of like tread on that one
4: yeah so like i i yeah. gotta have like I've got to have an integrity myself, and I—I've definitely grown up with. If you don't have anything good to say about somebody, you don't say anything at all. Oh, that's and, bullshit. So once, well, but that's the thing. That's <laughs> that's that's the, that's the way I grew up. That's the way, like, that's the way my family was. That's the way that everybody, everybody, in my family taught me. So that's kind of how I I grew up to it. So if somebody asks me for a reference and I say yes, that means I've got good shit to right, say about right, you. Right. No, no matter what happened in our life, that means I've got good shit to say. So if I say no, that literally means I have nothing good to say about you. Like literally. Right, which
5: is confusing because it's like why would they ask you in the first – like generally you would think that you would ask a person you were pretty sure is going to give you a good recommendation in the first place. Exactly. Asking you, knowing, you know, all this other shit. I I don't think I would have been able to help myself given such a – like just wide open opportunity. To, to fuck with this guy. I'd be like, yeah. You know, I would make up all sorts of shit. Like, he brought a goat into work one time.
4: Just <laughs> dumb shit. Well, maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll think of that next time if he ever comes back. I doubt he will, but maybe. Yeah, I would like try to figure out things that would, like, tow HR's line, you know? <laughs> like Just do that. Yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying he was a weird guy, but when he brought that emu and rode it into work, exactly. that was making me concerned. He's like a weird, but harmless weird. Next question. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Next question. All right, last question of the night. Thank God. <laughs> what was a time that you were scammed by pre-ordering a game, either by the game being oh, terrible oh, yeah, nice. or the bonus not I've, being worth it? Holy shit. I feel shit. a oh, lot of destiny man. appearing to this. Before you go on, let's narrow this down to five minutes a person, okay? Oh, I got, I That's got like all one, you got here. I got like
5: one sound bite.
4: <laughs> yeah, same here.
5: A game called Brute Force.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna go with a different game. I thought you were gonna go with uh, Killer Instinct.
5: No, that was different. That wasn't. A, I didn't pre-order that. Um, that's still, still pretty much the game. But uh, no, for the original Xbox, a game called Brute Force. It was coming out on the heels, supposed to come out on the heels of like Halo. it be like the next big thing. Thing. I pre-ordered it immediately because you know I was a dumb kid like that. Or I should say, I pre-ordered it when I could, but the game got delayed for like years, and uh, eventually, like we
0: talking Duke Nukem years or
5: years, like a couple of years. Literally, it was it was delayed for like a couple of years. Despite the fact that when I pre-ordered it, there was only like a few months left until it was supposed to release, and then it just got delayed indefinitely. And finally, it came out, and the game was a heaping pile of shit. Like there, you're, you're you could. Roughly be like one of four character classes, a sniper, or a guy with rockets, guy with a machine gun, whatever. Uh, you were that team going into these little areas and clearing all these enemies out for some fucking purpose. You never really know why. But uh, like that was supposed to be like the next killer app and supposed to be like the next big Halo thing. It was a fucking it was, it was so garbage. It didn't get a sequel like every game gets a sequel nowadays. But yeah. All right. garbage.
4: All right. Well, what about you, Zyber?
3: pass you can't pass project ego um fuck uh i have nothing um you i because like there's there's a head. lot of games that i feel um didn't meet the criteria that was being uh talked well, about give us one um at, at first now now it's not a steaming pile of shit but no okay. man's sky
4: no i agree completely that was, they, right. they pr-
3: now it's a fabulous game
4: no they over promised on that and, and yeah I, I agree with you like that's that was a burn man. but
3: the thing is the thing that pissed me off the most with it was i went out and i dropped i think it was like 130 bucks on it and i was promised that special edition and i did not get that special edition all right I didn't even get my that. money back, so it was like, okay, <laughs> I, I just
4: I, it's it's been known that I love No Man's Sky, but you are not going to hurt my feelings if, you, dude. I agree. Like, there's even though I loved it and I still loved it at launch, I agree completely. That man, that game burned so many people, and they've had a long road to try to come back from that shit. And I, I, you know, it. A lot of people will say that they never really
1: came back, and I can agree with that. Uh, yeah, I'm one of those people. I bought it when it was on sale because you were like, "Oh no, it's great, it's great." No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> nah, hey, dude, I was, re- but no, but when you bought it, I still told you you're not gonna like
2: it.
4: I said it was great, and I said I loved it, but I said you're not gonna like it.
2: And I told, I, I showed Damoc when I bought it in first release. I'm like, so this is my job. I go collect this rock, and I go collect this rock, and I collect this rock.
4: Yay! <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a game like there, that is a specific vein of game and you have to absolutely love exploration, just exploration at its base to enjoy that game.
1: And, I, and oh, all point, I do is agree is- with that because the game is less exploration, more mining shit and building shit. Now, see,
4: like when I first played it and they gave you everything right off the bat, that game was 100% exploration, just just going from planet to planet and just randomly searching around at shit. But there was... Was there... Were there living things elsewhere? Oh, yeah. Um, there were living things, but... Mm. You mean like, like, like sentient beings or just like animals that ran around and tried to bite your dick off? I mean,
5: yeah. I, I, I can't remember. I don't... I didn't play it on release either. I just kind of was... Like, I saw the reviews when it came out and I was a little bummed that it wasn't awesome, but
4: no they've come so far with that game uh but i i can completely is it agree. like? It's... is
5: it like the other what's the sea of thieves far though or is it like you know what i mean so
4: yeah it's got the same thing of sea of thieves where sea of thieves has got a great mechanic like no man's sky has got a great base mechanic that makes the game in my opinion fun just like sea of thieves has a great base mechanic but if that Base mechanic doesn't click with you, then you're not going to like the rest of the game. Well, like, that makes
5: sense. I mean, sense. see if the, I like sailing around just fine. I especially like in that game, my favorite thing is getting into cannon fights with be it sea creatures or other boats. Like, that's the best part of that game. I um,
4: yeah, so No Man's Sky has got like the, one of the funnest parts, in my opinion, is where you get up off planet, you break Atmo. And then you start jumping from planet to planet, and you just – you see similarities between the planets, but then you start looking for the differences. And then you start finding those differences and start, like, working around those. It's, it's weird. A, it's a uh,
5: cosmic spot the difference?
4: Well, yes, 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 no. Like, there is that cosmic spot the difference. There's a lot of stuff that is there's the same vein because it's procedural-based. So there's a lot of stuff that you'll see similarities through. But just the, just like one of the funnest things I found, and it's actually something that uh, I, I read about first and never said, oh, I'm probably never going to experience that, is I found a completely barren planet. Like it had nothing on it. And it really sucked because I needed fuel to get off planet and I couldn't find any. Um, but then I started like digging down because they gave you the terrain manip- manipulation tool. I started digging down and I started finding stuff under the surface of the planet. Like, like water and and in that water there was plants living when on the surface there was nothing living whatsoever but under the surface there was a bunch of illuminous plants that lived mm-hmm. it was like it was really cool just that exploration part but i can i can totally see and I, and i completely understand why people will not like that game and i i don't i don't have any any animosity towards anybody towards that because it, it it's a very specific vein of game
5: like in a game like that, that's so open world. If they really wanted to, like, give it a storyline, right? They could just inject a story where it's like, "Oh my god, one of our outposts just went dark. We don't know why. Go, you know, please go investigate." And then you find it's yeah this invading force that's come from out of nowhere or whatever.
4: So yeah, instead they they have like outposts that are just taken over by this weird plant life, and you got to kind of. Just destroy that plant life. This the storyline has a lot to work with. Like there's a they got a long way to go. Because of Other that, it sounds go.
3: boring. Right? My uh my uh hard jive is uh filling up here. My hard jive is filling up here.
4: <laughs> yeah, okay. We gotta we gotta get this through. We gotta finish this out. All right, who did we get to? Uh think can get to me. I can just sum it
0: up in one game. Uh Master Chief Collection. What? The Master Chief Collection. I pre-ordered that game, and it's still broken to this day. Yeah. And then not only is it still broken, but they're also porting it to PC before they fix it for the console.
5: Ouch. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think they're hoping that the port to PC just fixes it.
0: I hope they pretty much just port the same game over, and they're like, it'll fix itself on Windows. Sure, we'll do Windows update. It'll fix it everything. Yeah, that's right. That's how everything works.
4: Yeah. Yeah, to me, Mario.
0: Your marriage is broken? We'll just apply a Windows update to it.
5: It'll be solved. That's true, because we did try to link up and play. We Long did, ago.
0: very recently, and it still nice. took
5: like eight minutes to
0: find a goddamn matchmaking. Not
5: just a match, but even when we tried to play the, uh, what, the fucking campaign.
0: Yeah, oh god, it was horrible. We kept like failing out with one another. It was bad. Anyway. Play,
2: uh play... Alright, oh, yeah. Potassium Hydroxac, yeah, did move we move you? moving on,
5: we're, we're
0: really
2: yeah. late behind. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Fallout 76. Oof. You pre-ordered that? I didn't pre... I mean, I... I, I yes... <laughs> uh I mean I bought it I bought it day one. It's not really a pre order. I, I bought it at launch. I mean it's, it's good enough for me. I, I could go down a huge list of games. You gotta you
0: gotta pre-order the game, man. The question says you gotta pre-order the game.
2: No, I'm I'll go with this one because even pre ordering versus buying it at launch, is gonna be the same <laughs> result. <laughs> if you if you're gonna go get a
5: game at launch and you didn't pre order it, and you still get a copy, that should tell you something about that game you
2: don't want it yeah and that's that's the kind of thing it's like and i could name many games i've pre-ordered i mean if that's if i have to go by pre-ordered i would have to say uh warhammer online Here i think go. i think warhammer online i think uh, was so mishandled
0: i think a better question is what's the last game you pre-ordered that you were proud of
2: that i was proud of
0: <laughs> I'm not saying actually answer that question because we really don't have time for that. But I'm saying that next question, maybe next yeah. time, would be the reverse of that question. Oh, yeah. sure. I'll then say, pop oh, that yeah.
3: question in there, Shinzo. I say you
4: you can ask that question anytime you want, man. Anytime
0: I mean, not today. Maybe next week, if I remember correctly.
1: All right, who do we miss, Daymok? We get to you. Uh, so the game, the last game that I pre ordered that I was absolutely disappointed in was the original Rage. Because I thought id software could do no wrong. <laughs> don't they make don't happen? Oh my god, dude. Did you play the original rage? The text I did, yeah. Yeah, the textures were broken, they wouldn't load properly, you couldn't do that, the storyline was shit, you couldn't complete the goddamn quest, you couldn't figure out what was going on, the storyline made no sense at whatsoever until you got done the game. The original rage rip me off hard. That is why I stopped pre-ordering games unless I 100% know what it's going to be. Uh, theme Hospital. Or sorry, the the new Theme Hospital. What is it? Uh, I can't remember the Three name. Three Point Hospital? Yeah, there you go. Three Point Hospital was the same devs as Theme Hospital and all that. Bullfrog Studios is dead. I knew what I was buying pre-order. When I watched the game, and I really enjoy it. Knew what I was buying, pre-ordered, but after Rage, unless I see it, I don't pre-order shit.
4: All right. Well, my game that uh, that I pre-ordered actually was a while ago, and I was so, so disappointed because other games that I had pre-ordered up to this point, they came with some really cool swag from, well, it was Babbage's time, they turned over to GameStop later, but Final Fantasy XII. Yeah. I was so disappointed with that game. Um. All the Final Fantasies up until then. I didn't play 11 before I played 12. If I had, I probably would have not bought 12. But Final Fantasy 12 was just so disappointing. I still,
2: to this day, have not finished Final Fantasy 12. Such a boring main character. He wasn't even a main character, he was just a, t- a tacked on person that you played as throughout the main it, story. It just.
4: It- didn't feel good, and actually, that actually stopped me pre-ordering Final Fantasies. After that, I did not pre-order another Final Fantasy since then, and I probably won't. Except, I pr- I, I think I'm gonna pre-order Final Fantasy VII the remake, only because I really enjoyed the game. I like what I'm seeing on the demos or on the uh, on the gameplay, so I might I might do that. But that really shook me, <laughs> and that brought me down to the level of where I will not pre-order a game unless i know what's coming like i know what it is like resident evil 2 i re- i pre-ordered because i know capcom and i know that their remakes are solid so i was giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're not gonna fuck this
2: up does it feel like um square enix is kind of ashamed of their history and in, in the old jrpg kind of combat style a little bit like
4: no, I, I feel like they're trying to grow with it. I mean, I I understand them trying to develop and grow and make stuff new. Mm-hmm. Like, even in Final Fantasy VII, if you take a look at Final Fantasy VII compared to six, they had the Materia system. So, I mean, I see that they're trying things out and trying new things, and I'm okay with that. But Final Fantasy Twelve just, it felt like they were desperately trying to make an MMO-style combat system in a single-player game, and it just, God, drove me nuts. yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Anywho, on that, we are way, way, way over time. So we're going to kick into, we hope you enjoyed the show. Fuck where everybody came from. You've heard other shows. You can figure out where they came from before. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes uh, or your favorite podcast, podcast, um, whatever thing. Reviews help people find the show, so if you enjoy listening to us, go drop a review. You can also find us on Android, uh, Android, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Just search at GNA Podcast. We do Game Show Night every every first Sunday, but or every first Saturday, but this first saturday we're actually skipping to the third saturday long story blah 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 yakety schmackety but we do game show night on mixer.com forward slash gna podcast you can check us out there we also have twitch.com or twitch.tv gna podcast you can check us out there we do horror movie night every second uh saturday of the month so go check us out there i have no fucking clue what we're watching and we'll i am uh, bringing it into sci-fi awesome i love it let's keep it a surprise for now mostly because we got to get through this so we've partnered with humble bundle i would ask somebody to tell us about humble bundle but i'm gonna fucking run into this humble bundle is a game Do purchasing it. site Do it. that uh gna is partnered with basically how it rolls down is you buy a bundle from them and you can select what part goes to charity what part goes to developers what part goes to humble bundle and then there's a last slider that goes to gna we don't care about that All we care is that you put the question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your Humble Bundle link because that lets them know that we sent you there. We don't want you to give us any money, though. We want you to give the developers or charity money. Maybe drop some bones to Humble Bundle. We don't really quite care about those. We love you, Humble Bundle, but we want more charity than we want them giving you money. Um, So it's a cool thing. You just put question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end. And that will let them know that we sent you there, and it'll come up on our metrics. And, in fact, I'm going to give you some metrics here in a second. Maybe, 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 maybe. We have made $25.57 this month for Humble Bundle. So that all goes to charity, and our charity that we're working with is Extra Life right now. Uh, We may change it up in the future, but currently, Extra Life is where we're giving bones to. Um, You can check out our good friends Susan and Brian Langel over at TPC po- uh, TPC 3-Pillar Co-op uh, Podcast. Um, go help Brian out because he's been having those weird medical issues like cluster headaches and low blood sugar or some shit like that. I don't know, I'm really drunk and I, I should remember it, but I've got some swimming shit going on in my brain right now, so I'm trying to keep, keep straight and going forward. Anyways, we want to thank Morgan BS Photography for a new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. You can email us at gnapodcast at gnaandyourdna.one with question, comments, or death threats. We don't care. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to check out our
1: website at www.damoc is drunk. How many w's was that?.com or gnapodcast.com. Dot-
0: I'm not. <laughs> honestly, I thought he was gonna be louder this time. I, I thought honestly, he was
1: like, too. I pulled him away. I was gonna
0: about to mute my mic, and like he didn't do it. And I was like, shit! I was
4: like really behind at the time. Time.
3: I think I uh, might have damaged my uh, headphones because I flung them off. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, gentlemen, have a great night. Thank you so much for joining us, and sorry for the long show, everybody. Good night,
3: fuckers. Lights.
2: Hey.
4: The virginia beach story if you've already heard this now is a good time to turn this off because we're going to be here for a bit all right so my brother got married and he was having his reception in his marriage out on virginia beach so they had this really really weird thing where and with the venue that he had and the people that he had catering you had to go out and you had to get your own liquor license um, it's a temporary liquor license, and you had to get your own liquor license, purchase your own liquor, have it there. They would serve it. So it was a great wedding. He had the botanical gardens out there; it was awesome. Um, we get back to the reception hall, and of course, you know, since we bought all this booze, we're going to do our best effort to drink all of this booze. So my my brother's wife is Polish, and her her parents are very Polish. Uh, her her father. Sylvester speaks with such a thick accent. It's it's almost hard to understand him at times. In fact, there's plenty of times during the wedding that I couldn't hear or I couldn't understand what the hell he was saying. So reception goes on. We're doing shots of Jameson. Um, we're we're drinking beers, whole lot of liquor going on. And my wife has been actually, she specifically requested that we get butterscotch schnapps uh, and Bailey's. So we had a couple of bottles of Bailey's, Actually, I think four bottles of Bailey's, two bottles of bottles of butterscotch schnapps ordered. So it comes down to it and my wife goes up and she's looking for like, I'm, I'm going up for booze and she's going up and she, you know, she's complaining because she's saying, well, they're saying we're out of butterscotch schnapps, but there's, there's, I know we had a second bottle. I know I only know one bottle's missing or one bottle's gone. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll figure it out. So I'm, I'm drinking, you know, of course I went up for Jameson and I'm, I'm getting Jameson completely ignoring anything that she's talking about because I'm, I'm that, you know, loving of a husband. So we'll get done with the reception and one of the one of the stipulations is that you had to completely get rid of all of the booze that was on-premises. If you left any booze there, they were just going to throw it out. So at the end of it, because we had ordered for so many people, there was a lot of booze left over. So we're sitting there, and we're, I'm like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pack this stuff in. I'm going to make sure this gets back to the hotel. They had ordered a bus to go and cart everybody back to the hotel uh, or the motel, whatever it's called. But it was over on, it was like 467 North Military Highway. So my wife and my child get on the bus and I say, look, you guys go on the bus. I'm totally going to, I'll catch a cab and I'll meet you there. I'm just going to help get all this booze back to the hotel and make sure Chris gets there and make sure everything's all set. So I'm like, don't worry, I'll make it there. Now bear in mind, I am very inebriated at this point in time. I'm already very drunk. So we get back to the hotel and as we're walking through, you know, we're, we're loading all this stuff up. I'm literally, I walk outside and I walk outside of the reception, and there's my brother going, I just got married. I'm a bottle of wine. So he's handing out bottles of wine to people that just are passing by. And I walk up and I'm like, Bro, you can't do that. He's like, What? I'm, I'm married. I'm just giving, you know, I'm just spreading the love. I'm like, Bro, you don't even know if they're old enough to drink. You could be setting yourself up for a really hard fail right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay.
4: So meanwhile, we get back to the hotel. We actually walk down there because it was within walking um, distance of the, of the reception area. We get back to the hotel. Of course, me being very inebriated as we're walking through the hallway, I see, uh, you know, I, I'm hungry. So I see some some room service sitting outside of people's rooms. Now, it's usually sitting out there because they're done with it. But as I'm walking by, I'm like, oh, man, this looks pretty good. So I pick up some quesadilla and I start eating it. Of course, my brother's walking all the way down and he turns around and he's like, Cecil, what are you doing, man? I'm like, I'm hungry. He's like, that's somebody else's food. I'm like, they already put it outside, man. They're, they're saying they don't want it. He's like, but people have bitten out of that. I'm like, I'm chewing around the bite mark. It's all good. So, you know, again, very, very drunk. So as we as we go up to his room, I'm sitting there and, you know, we're doing the whole, yeah, I love you, bro, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, hey, so there's a pool downstairs. I think we're going to go swimming. I'm like, bro, I don't have any trunks, man. Cause like, all right, you can borrow some of mine. All right, my brother is like a 300-plus pound man, Well, I was at the time about 210. I'm also four or five inches taller than him, so I'm a bit lanky of a of a guy. So somehow he convinces me. I take a a pair of his shorts, I throw a safety pin in, and I'm like, all right, you know, I I look like uh, I, I look like the you know the 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 nine-year-old geek wearing wearing the super oversized shorts. Whatever, it'll work out. So we go down to the pool, we're chilling out, everybody's just having a good time, and my my brother's sister-in-law was there. Now, her name was Agatha. I never called her that, except for the first time. After that, I I, I dubbed her a different name, and, and I'll, I'll I'll digress here for a quick second to tell you why. So the night before the wedding, me and my brother are hanging out at the bar, chilling out, and... I decided that I was going to talk in a Scottish accent the whole night. So the entire night, I'm talking like this. I'm talking like this to the bartender, to people we're meeting on the road, to my brother, everybody. I'm just talking to him like this. I don't know why it just did. So my brother's wife decides that she's going to come out as well. And I already told my brother, "Hey, look, bro, you're not getting a uh, you're not getting a bachelor party again because that happened the first time. No, you know you can't double dip into that pond." And he's like, "No, no, no, I totally get it." Like, cool. It's like, we'll go out and get beers or something, but we're we're not we're not dropping that much money on you again. I love you, but no. He goes, Yeah, I get it. So we're sitting out there and we're having beers at the bar, and my brother's sister shows up and my my brother's sister brought her best friend and her sister, my brother's sister in law. Well, she gets there and uh immediately I'm sitting there going, All right, there's something odd about this chick. She's wearing like a bandana as a top shirt. And I'm going, eh, okay. Eh. So I'm I'm still kicking into the Scottish thing. So we order a couple of shots and we all shoot. And then all of a sudden she gets up and says, I'm I gotta go to the bathroom and drags the other two with him. So when they got there, they literally butt themselves in between my brother and I. So we moved down two seats apiece so that they could fit in. So then we look over and I look over and I see that my brother's sister-in-law, I guess technically my sister-in-law now too, um, left her purse, left her little wallet on the on the bar. So I look at this, and I'm like, and I said, hey, bro, did did she, oh, sorry, hold on. I said, hey, hey bro, did uh, did she tell you to watch her watch her wallet? And he's like, no. I, I just thought to myself, all right, well, if anybody knows me, I'm going to fuck with you. So I take her wallet, and I put it in my back pocket. I'm just sitting there. So they come back out of the bathroom. They're going to order another round of drinks. And then all of a sudden, she realizes her wallet's not there. We went from, hey, I'm having a good time, to three alarm shit fit. I mean, full-on, 100% meltdown. Freaking out, where is it? So I'm now, like, I'm watching this. And it's better than I could have possibly imagined. It's like watching a train wreck right now. You just can't look away. So... After, like, five minutes, I, I just finally uh, realized, well, there's no way I can, like, introduce this back in here without something. So I just pulled it out, and I was just like, you know, I, I, I was I was only going to do this for about a minute, but it was like a train wreck, and I just couldn't walk look, look away. And I slid it back on the bar, and she starts freaking out, screaming and yelling at me. You know, that's all my money. That is, I worked hard for that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, how about some personal responsibility here? Because you just walked away and left it on the bar. And she just comes out, well, you were supposed to watch it. I'm like, whoa, I don't know you that well. There's no way that I'm just going to randomly watch some chick's wallet while she goes to the bathroom. You could have had Coke in there. Then I would have been liable for that. Somebody comes in and busts me. I'm like, no way. That's that's not my bag. You should think about it before you do something like that next time. And she just literally, one end down the other, finally my brother realizes that I'm too stubborn to back down. I'm also incredibly drunk, but I'm not backing down. She's not backing down, so we walk away. So the next day, while we're doing the whole getting ready for things going, I of course mention, "Hey, um, where's agony? Is she she showing up this morning?" And my brother didn't catch it the first time, and we and we continue talking. Then he stops and he looks at me and he goes, "Oh my God, I've never thought of that before. That's brilliant." And I went, "What?" He's like, "Agony." So that's what her name was—agony. That's all she exhumed around her was just pure agony. So, flashback forward to that pool incident. So we're sitting there at the pool, and I'm just sitting there BSing my brothers with his wife. Um, I'm actually hanging out with the rest of the maids, with the maid of honor, and the the rest of the bridesmaids, and all that stuff. No, didn't go there. I was just drunk, and there were only people around to bullshit with. So, this other group of—of we'll we'll say young adults. I I don't believe that they were quite of age to drink yet, but they shop hop in, and they're getting really rowdy. Like, really rowdy. But they're over on the other side of the pool, so I don't really care. I'm happy. I'm I'm buzzed up. Just chilling out. So I brought, actually, a couple of bottles of booze down. I think, like, a, a bottle of vodka and, uh, and some rum. And i finished finish off the rum while I was there. And, uh, and then like, all of a sudden, these rowdy kids start, like, playing Tag or Marco Polo or something all across the pool, and they start, like, pushing through all the other people that were over there, part of my party. So, of course, you know, I, I just raised, I was like, hey, guys, calm down, all right? Chill out. And they just kind of keep doing their, doing their thing. And then, of course, agony had to speak up and starts barfing profanity out of her pie hole all at these people. And I'm going, oh, God, great. My brother's wedding. I'm going to get arrested. So immediately, the, one, the, the woman of their group comes over and starts, like, getting in her face, barking and yelling, and then grabs the empty bottle of rum that I had just finished, busts the glass over a table, and starts, like, coming at her, threatening to cut her. So, of course, I'm, I'm like, oh, crap. So I yell over to, to my brother's mother-in-law and said, go get security right now. And I start hopping out. And I literally put myself, who the hell knows why? But I put myself in between agony and this crazy person with a broken bottle, and I'm going great. Not only am I going to go to the not only going to go to the to the fucking the police department, well, I'm going to get arrested, but I'm going to go to the hospital too. This is awesome. So they scatter. I of course grab the other bottle of booze, shove down my pants, and hop back into the water. Security gets there, and I explain. I say, hey, look, um, they came down. They were being a bit rowdy. Some words were exchanged. And then she started threatening, threatening to cut my friend here. Now I use the term friend loosely because it's agony. So lo and behold, you know, like my brother's looking over, like he's getting ready to get involved and I'm like waving him off going, look, if anybody's going to jail, it's going to be me. You're not going to jail on your wedding day. Go back, get back. So I'm waving him off. So finally they, you know, all, all of their group left security came security left and, and now like I go over my brother, I'm like, Hey bro. Um, I just asked security where these people are. And they said that they're on the same floor as the rest of the girls. So we got to get these girls to their room. So of course we go upstairs and I'm like, you got my back, bro? And of course he's drunk. Like he can barely hold his head up. He's like, yeah, yeah, I you." Gotcha. So I'm like, all right, let's go up there. So me now trying to make myself look as big as possible. I walk up and, uh, security is literally walking away from these people that are Sitting in this, you know, sitting outside of this room. So I walk up and I just, in my, in my best tough guy voice, I'm like, Hey, look, we got to get these girls over to their room. We got to go past you. So if we're going to have any trouble, let's have this trouble now so we can get them to bed. And they're like, no, no, there's going to be no trouble. I'm like, all right, look, if you say there's going to be tr- no trouble, I'm fine with that. But if we come by here, it's throwing down time. Just making sure we're on the same page. He's like, nope. There's going to be no pr- trouble. So as I turn to walk away, I look in the room that they were just coming from. There was 30 of them in that friggin' room. And as I turn around and I start walking away, I'm thinking to myself, oh, God, that could have went really, really bad. That could have went really, 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 really bad. So I start beating feet. And m- now my brother looking at me, picking up the pace, getting out of there. He's like, oh, and he starts, like, jogging to catch up. So we go downstairs. And we get the girls back, uh, back to their room. And uh, I, I st- as we start walking back to my brother's room, my brother says, oh, hey, watch out for the pee spot there. Well, again, I'm very drunk, so I thought he said pee in that spot there. All right. So I pull it out. I had to go anyway, so I start taking a leak. Now my brother, of course, turns around. What are you doing? And, uh, what do you mean what I'm doing? He said pee right there. He said, no, I said look out for the pee spot there. Oh, Christ. So I shake it off put it away and I start walking down the hall and of course there's some more room service on the side of the road on the side of the hall so I pick it up and start eating he comes over and he slaps my hand he's like stop doing that I'm like dude I'm hungry he's like well order room service and I'm like no I don't want to order something. There's food right here nobody's touching it. So we go back up to his room. And then we go like we change out of out of, uh, out of the wet clothes and we go downstairs and we go over to uh to the girl's room to just make sure everything's all right, you know, just do a last check. So we get there. All the booze is in their room now. So we walk in, and uh, I see the boxes of booze. I'm like, oh, nice. And as I walk in, you know, I see that they've got, like, apple juice, orange juice, all this other stuff over there. They're getting ready for the morning, uh, or for later that morning, I guess. So my brother, you know, we're all, my brother's very drunk, so am I. And Sylvester, the bride's father, walks in. He goes, doesn't say a word to anybody, just kind of, like, nods and waves. And he gets over to, to my brother and myself, and he goes, we... We still drink. And my brother goes, What? And Sylvester then looks at me and goes, We still drink. And my brother looks at me and he goes, Bro, we still drink. And I went, Okay, bro. <laughs> so I squat down in front of these boxes and I start shuffling through these bottles in this thing, trying to figure out something that we can drink that's not going to be just like knock us on our ass. So I start shuffling through these things like data in that one episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where it's just like fumbling through all these chips and putting them back in and engineering and like everybody's all high as a kite and they got some weird virus or whatever. And I'm start fumbling through these things. And as I go through, I pull out a bottle of butterscotch schnapps. And I'm like, no shit, this is where that went. So I set it aside going, my wife wants that. I have to get it to her. I'm starting to get into autopilot mode at this point in time, gents. So keep that in mind. So I finally open up and I see this bottle of gin. And I look, and I go, yes. And I hand my brother the bottle of gin. And my brother looks at me and goes, oh, gin? And I go, bro, gin and juice. And he just looks at me like I got three heads. And I point to the orange juice. And I said, dude, Snoop Dogg can't be wrong. And he looks and kind of gives a nod. So there we are. We're pouring uh, very heavy gin and juices. And there we are drinking gin and juice with Sylvester in the middle of a hotel room with a bunch of bridesmaids. And i trying to get, get some sleep. But we're just pounding down more booze. So, and, end of the night, or hopefully ending the night, we go back up to my brother's uh, room, and I say, hey, bro, I love you. I'm going to get out of here. i got to get back to the hotel. Meanwhile, I don't even know what time it is. I think it's like 2 in the morning by now. Like, i got to get to the hotel, so I'm going to check you later. So I call down, and I say, "I ask, hey, can you guys grab me a cab? Because i got to get out of here. And they're like, yeah, sure, where are you headed to? And I spout off where I'm going to. You know, 407, whatever, military highway. I, at this point in time, I'm so freaking drunk, I don't remember. Uh, but I spout something off to him, and then I go downstairs, and I say, hey, bro, I'm going to leave my shoes and socks here, because I'd gotten them wet with the whole going in and out of the pool and all this other crap, so i just say, hey, I'm going to leave those there. I'm just going straight to the hotel, man. I'll, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll grab those in the morning. He's like, yeah, 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 that's fine. So I grab my belt, the bottle of butterscotch schnapps, my wallet, and uh, my phone, which is a Droid X, if that makes any, any bearing on the story. And I got these things in my hand, and I go in the elevator, and I go down the elevator. And as the elevator door opens, it looks directly outside, and I see a cab stopped there. So I'm like, oh, great, my cab's here. And as I start stepping out of the elevator, the cab starts to pull away. So I freak out, and I run through that lobby, and I bust through those doors. And I'm like, hey, my cab! No! Oh, my My cab! Ah, so then another cab pulls right up and I look down at this cab, just pulls right in front of me, passenger side door sitting right, you know, like literally right in front of me. And a bunch of people start like climbing out of this thing, out of this, uh, out of the cab. And they've got cases of like bush beer. And I'm like, ah man, you guys got beer? All I got is this, this bottle of butterscotch schnapps. And they're like, oh, you want some beers? I'm like, absolutely. So they give me like four, they just throw me like four beers. And I'm like, dude, thanks. So I lean down and I look into the cab and I'm like, Hey, are you my cab? And the guy looks at me and says, hey, do you need a cab? I'm like, hey, I need a cab. He's like, then I'm your cab. I'm like, you're my cab. He's like, I'm your cab. I'm like, you're my cab. So I get in front passenger seat. I don't get in the back. I sit right in the passenger seat. I sit down and I start, you know, I just start talking to this guy, and I pop a beer and I start drinking it, not thinking anything of it. Much later, I found out that Virginia is an open, open uh, container state, so you can you can do that. But I'm sitting there, and I'm pounding these beers because I'm like, oh crap, I got to rid of these before I get back to the hotel, so I'm pounding them as quick as I can. And he asks where I'm, you know, he asks like we start driving away, he asks where I'm going, I'm like, and I, I rattle off again something to him, not sure what it was, but I rattle off something to him, and uh, and then like. We start driving and we start bullshitting back and forth and he's telling me about how he was in NAMM um, and, you know, how he's, uh, you know, he's, he works at the, the, one of the military bases and he just drives cab part time. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome, man. And I tell him about all my friends who went into the military, about, you know, my grandfather being in World War II. I tell him about all this shit. You know, we're just like, we're bonding here. I don't even, I mean, I don't even know the guy. I don't even remember the guy's name. But there we are. We're bonding. So this is, I'm going to pause right here and flash forward to that morning where everything kind of starts to come together almost. So I wake up, I'm in bed at the hotel. I'm like, oh man, and I feel great. Like I feel really well rested. I feel like I could just take on the world. So I start messing around with my daughter, you know, cause she's sitting there and she's just woken up. So I'm playing with her and, you know, we're talking and I look at the bottom of her feet and she's got like, you know, like dirt all over the bottom of her feet. And I'm like, oh God, you're a bot. Your feet are so dirty. Oh, what's daddy's look like? I pull up my foot. My foot is disgusting. It's like black tar looking with bits of glass sticking out of my foot. I had like a cigarette button between my pinky toe. It was disgusting. It like almost made me visible, like visibly gag. As I look at my foot, I'm like, oh God, daddy's feet are disgusting. And I'm sitting there going, and I got the smell of road tar. And as soon as I got the smell of road tar, all of a sudden I had this, f- like, just flash of I'm walking on the side of a highway. Like, with cars buzzing by me and big trucks buzzing by me. And the only reason I know it was on highway is because as I looked across, I remember seeing the, the barrier in the middle. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, when the hell was I walking on a highway? Like, did I walk on a highway last night? Like, no, I caught a cab. Okay, so... Throughout the rest of the day, weird smells would all of a sudden bring things back. Now I won't bra- I won't drag you through the entire rest of the day, but I'll tell you when I got over to my bro- my my um, stepbrother's room. I walked in there thinking that I'm okay. I'm feeling great. I walk in, I start like just jumping around, playing around because the other kids are there. My nieces are my niece and nephew are there, and I'm jumping around. I'm playing around. I'm going all over the place. My uh, my sister in law is a, a heavier set woman. And she's got huge tits. Huge tits. So I, of course, pick up her bra and I walk around. I'm like, hey, look at my new hat. I'm wearing her bra like a hat. Everybody in the room is dying. And then all of a sudden she goes, are you still drunk? And I take the hat off. And all of a sudden I realize I am still drunk. I'm still really drunk. That's why I felt so good. So let's flash back to being in the cab now. And we'll get to why I all of a sudden started getting flashes and remembering this. So there I am in the cab and I'm pounding these beers and now I'm feeling tired. Like I'm, I'm really feeling tired now. So I start to like, kind of like half doze off, you know, like when you're just in a car and you can't quite pass out, but you just start half dozing off. And I, I remember the, the vehicle stopping. I remember him talking to some guys and then the vehicle started up again. And then all of a sudden he stops and he goes, Hey man, we're here. And I'm like, oh, man, thank you so much, dude. Have a great night. And I'm like, you know, give him a high five, you know, give him the give him the high five shake, you know, I'm shaking double handed. I grab my stuff and I go to step out. And as I step out, all of, a, all of a sudden I look around me and all I see is gray buildings, like just gray square buildings. And I immediately start to panic because this looks nothing like where I'm supposed to be. And I get I sit back down in the car. I'm like, bro, this is not where I, wa- I want to be, man. Like, wh- where are we, dude? And he's like, we're on the military base. I'm like, military base? What are you doing on the military base? He's like, Because you said this is where you were stationed. I'm like, stationed? Do I look like I'm in the military? And I grabbed my hair, and I had a, you know, a ponytail down on my ass. I grabbed my hair, and I hold it up. And I'm like, do I look like I'm in the military? And he's like, well, you, you said, you know, we were just talking. You said you were stationed here. I'm like, no, I'm totally not stationed here. I'm like, I don't, I'm not stationed anywhere. So he's like, all right, I'm like, uh, I'm like, dude, and now I'm like really flustered, like, like flop sweating, panicking. Oh, and by the way, just to give you a quick uh, v- visual of what I'm wearing, I'm wearing a set of linen pants and a pink button up shirt. Okay. So just give you a little visual of a six and a half foot man wearing this. So I'm panicking. I'm like, bro, dude, is there like just, is somebody we going to drink or something, man? I'm, I'm just, and he's like, no, oh, no, man, I got you covered. I got you covered. So we drive to a bar. I'm not sure what this bar is. I don't recall anybody else being there. And you'll tell why in a minute um, I had real trouble remembering a whole bunch of stuff. But I remember being in a bar, and I remember going behind the bar and pouring my own drinks and seeing the cabbie doing the same thing. And I remember after a little while of having a couple of drinks, I remembered. I'm like, oh, God, And as, as we're like as we walking out of this bar, which I'm not 100% sure was open, to be perfectly honest, we may have just broken into this bar. I don't really know. And if you know me, you know I could do stupid stuff like that and not realize I did it. So we walk out and as we're stepping outside, I'm like, "Dude, I remember where I'm supposed to go." And he's like like hiccuping and stuff. He's like, "Hey, great. That's awesome, man. Like cool." I'm like, "Like 407 North Military Highway. Can you get me there?" And he goes, "No. No, man. I'm I'm drunk. I got to I got to sleep this off." So I'm like, "What?" How am I supposed to get back? So I look at my phone. My phone's dead. I'm like, dude, I don't even have my... My phone's not even charged. I can't even, like, GPS my way out of here. He's like, oh, what, what kind of phone you got? And I said, like, a Droid X. He goes, oh, I got a charger for that right in front. Just go ahead and plug it in. He crawls into the back and passes out. And I crawl into the front, turn his car onto you know, accessory. And I'm sitting there with my phone charging. And I'm going, I could just turn this thing on and start driving. I'm like, no, no, don't be that guy. So at some point in time in my infinite wisdom, I decided it would be a great idea to walk. Why not? I have a phone in my hand. I can GPS my way there. So I started walking back. All right. Um, not really sure why I thought that was the best idea of where I was since I had no clue where I was. I just put in the address to the hotel and said walking. And for some reason, the timescale that it said seemed logical to me. So I started walking. Now. I think at some point in time I got a second cab. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I just want you to imagine a six and a half foot guy in linen pants, a pink button-down shirt, with a with a belt and a bottle of butterscotch schnapps, his phone and a wallet in the other hand, walking barefoot down a highway. Like that's just that's 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 the vision I want you to have in your head right now. So at some point in time, I'm hoping. I grabbed another cab. I only found one cab charge on my account, so I don't actually have any evidence saying I grabbed a second cab. But I'm really hoping I did. Anywho, I get back to the hotel. I finally get there. I start walking, in. I'm like, "This is awesome. This is amazing. This is. I'm so glad I made it here. Like, I'm alive." Type of thing. So I walk in, and I, I get in. I get in the hotel room, and my niece uh, and my daughter are sleeping in one bed, and my wife is sleeping in the other. But as I walk in, I I walk right in between the two beds and I look over at my wife and she has the blanket draped over her, but she's almost pressed right up against the wall. And and, you know, if you, you know, those hotel rooms, there's usually about two, three feet between the bed and the wall. Well, she was like literally laying in that two to three feet area. However, she wasn't on the ground. She was still on the bed. The way she had herself covered, this looked to me like she was levitating. And I immediately in my mind said, oh, I can do that. And I look forward and I just fall forward. I just let her go fully believing that I can levitate. So of course, what happens as soon as I fall, I smack my dome off the end table, like all my weight, just, just, I stiff boarded, bam, smack my head right off that end table. So hard, just spots. I leap onto all four and I'm looking left and right because I just made a lot of noise. I'm looking left and right, and I'm going, did I wake anybody up? Did I wake anybody up? And I'm shifting my head back and forth, looking to see if anybody's moving. And I'm like, I don't think I woke anybody up. And I'm shifting back and forth. And I'm realizing as I'm shaking my head back and forth, that I'm shaking my brain, which I just concussed off off the skull a bunch. And I go, I think I got a concussion, though. I roll into bed, and I look, and I see the clock had a bunch of fives on it. And I closed my eyes. And when I opened my eyes... All I remembered from that moment on was me opening my eyes. And then things started coming to me as the day progressed. And I'm trying to explain to people because they're all like, where were you last night? When did you get in? I'm like, "Uh, I kind of remember a bunch of fives. You're like, you got at 555? I'm like, maybe? I mean, I I remember there was a bunch of fives. Maybe it was 455. And they're like, well, at 255, you were still at the hotel because that's when your brother called over and said that you left. I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, well, that doesn't sound right, but okay. So throughout the entire day, I would smell like beer behind a, like we went down and got breakfast and we walked by the bar and I got that waft of old beer, that stale beer smell you get. And that immediately made me flash. I'm like, holy crap. I was in a bar last night. When was I in a bar? Why was I in a bar? And like all these different things just started kicking in and like giving me these little glimpses. And as the day went on, I started getting more and more glimpses of what actually happened. And I realized that nobody was ever going to believe this story if I told them. Like, nobody in their right mind would because it I, I'm telling it and I don't even believe it. So I try to, th- like, negotiate it down and say, oh, it was something I watched on TV that night that just got stuck in my head. Well, there was no TV on, so I, I can't do with that. And then I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's I saw the Hangover movie recently. No, because there's not a lot of stuff that happened. I mean, I didn't take a roofie. I just knocked myself cold. But, yeah. That's the Virginia Beach story in its entirety. So, hollowed. There you go, man.